we're all here, does anybody want to do like a quick recap? Or I mean, I know it's all typed in the thing anyway, but um, uh, sure. Cool. So basically, um, the party found this guy's porn, and <laughs> um, he magic porn. Was deathly afraid that uh, his mom was going to find out. So we promised <laughs> not to tell his mom. And uh, Duck's character read the porn, so then he started lording it over everyone else because he knew stuff that nobody else knew. I know what DP um, means. <laughs> so then we left on our continuing on our never-ending mission, um, and we came to a village, and the unnatural was taking place. Um, we had a pretty long discussion of uh, uh, disease form and disease um, right. transmission. Yeah. Um, I thought that was fascinating, actually. I remember yeah. being very interested. And uh, tried to convince people to not eat the food of the devil because it might kill them. <laughs> and I, I, I did, I have to admit, because I was like unpacking in my new office while I was listening. So I, I kind of nice. lost whether we actually took um, the, the, the female subject that looked like she had the plague, except she was missing the importance. Pus, that's very important. The pus matters. Pus, um, yes. That uh, there was a discussion about taking her to the secret spring. Yeah, that's where, <laughs> and that's where I split the party because I think Gilbin uh, loaded her up and headed off that way. Right, and and I, that's what I wasn't sure was whether we actually ended up taking her <clears throat> along. But the decision was we're not going to divulge or reveal the existence of the secret spring because then like religious knowledge you just can't have average people knowing anything about religion and then they wouldn't meet not. the priest class <laughs> yeah. so, it's almost so like that there was some sort of like treatises about this and some sort of <laughs> reformation exactly. that happened you know perhaps exactly. at 95 theses yep. and a bitch ain't one all right um <laughs> i think i i'm reading as i read the recap did you type this up Bart? this is very well um, done i do yeah i type it yeah, up as you read after the session it's yeah, it's quests. Hard quests. I wasn't yeah. done. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Greg. but you you <laughs> had raised a question. I was going to answer it. I had oh. left with Greta. Okay. To, um, to head back. Okay. Um. So, uh, the rest of us foolishly make our way. We come to another grovish, openish type area, and someone was dancing and singing. I. I in my mind, uh, inserted the word witch, although I'm not asserting that that scripture was used by art, but I just kind of assumed it was a witch. Um, and she thought we were uh, Alex, um, mm -hmm. who is a main NPC uh, point of interest for us, a potential cause of all these problems. Uh, and then she figured out we weren't Alex, and then she did some Matrix, and then she was gone. <laughs> and right. uh, and then Paul unwisely decided to have his character uh, come closer and closer. Actually, I guess Paul's character went closer and closer to whoever was behind, and then we got Admiral Ackbard, and that was the end. That's right. That was the end. That's correct. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so I guess in that 
case, you guys want to... So like I was saying, as uh, Rex was saying during the recap, we left off with the eviscerated stomach exposed guy lying on the ground bleeding. He grabbed Paul and he said, you know, God help us. It's a trap after the witch matrixed out. Um, nice. Singing her lullaby. Um, let me... Got that sweet, sweet feet game. Yep, it's time to bring that up. Um, I'm going to put it... I almost put it in the grim dark. Let me put it in the day. There's a whole Reddit channel about pictures of women's feet, I found. I, I went I went to some dark places in the last... I have to tell you, this is more than just that. And that's like I, I know. I, 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 I know. I know. Um, I, I don't quite get that, but I am still... Like, I do raise an eyebrow. So what I have to commend and yet also be horrified by is how consistently duck you can switch to the Blair voice and like carry on a, a coherent conversation. Like you, you, you really have no appreciation for how good multi-threading is on processors these days, do you? Um, I, I, I figured there was some technical wizardry involved, but I did want to commend you on it because I would think he was an actual person if I did not know that. <laughs> oh man. It's like a DJ switching between tracks. <laughs> uh let's see i just okay so i put the stream link Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> uh yeah so uh yeah the um the link should be in rocket for youtube oh, man. nice i see oh, okay Which one am I? Uh, so here's i i can't remember paul's yellow because he, he he's a two-handed weapon guy if he wants to be yeah. so i because he's the only figure with uh but the way i did it was paul's yellow he was closest to the dead body um blair i had you as white uh because you oh, said yeah, you wanted to, to keep an eye yeah. on the ruins right, uh, right, right. rex i have you as blue uh you were mm -hmm. sort of uh keeping an eye on everybody's six i um, was guarding the rear <laughs> <laughs> and he only jokes. says it because he knows i'm gonna say it if he doesn't so <laughs> no because paul was talking shit about it in the last session so yeah i know right uh so yeah so and uh duck um sir i'm gonna give you a little special bonus that i can't believe paul's gonna miss out on Ooh. and here it comes two feet cams oh nice. wow oh cargo shorts huh cargo shorts with holes in them <laughs> and uh Socks with I mean, slippers because it's cold. I'm wearing I'm wearing my Ogre Mark V shirt, so it's all good. Nice. So there you are with your wagon and your uh, little figure. I made you purple because that tends to be the harder one to pick out, I guess. Um, and since mm -hmm. you're by yourself, I figured it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so that's you're on your road. Uh, we got two nice. feet cams. Uh, that was the big reveal. Is there actually a dissolve uh, between those two? Oh my uh, God. Yeah, OBS yeah. does that automatically uh, when you click between them. Uh, nice. So you have two cams set up, huh? Yeah. So the one. I this feel like one, we need Plexi on these maps, though. I'm sorry. I, well, the, I have. <laughs> I have a anti-glare Plexi. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but the problem is cool. here. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can. You're gonna get more than you bargained for here. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if you can see. That's uh, Battle for Stalingrad, oh. which I've been messing around with. Nice. Um, you can also the see like L3 all the version or which one? It's the uh, S, uh, it's not SPI. It's the S Excalibur Red 
do. Okay, the second, the second edition, not the third edition. Nice. Right, yeah. So yeah. that has the anti-glare, and I couldn't take it off um, for oh, this. Okay. So okay. Uh, anyway. Let me translate that. He wouldn't take yeah, it off. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. We, weren't, we weren't good enough for him. It's fine. Absolutely not. Um, okay, auto ISO. Perfect. Okay, is that still working? Yep. Looks like it. Yeah, so that... Um, that camera that you're looking at now is a, a Sony uh, 6400, which is a much better 4K video camera. Duck, yours is a GoPro, which I started I with, deserve. but I, I wasn't happy with uh, it's what I deserve. It's fine. for what I was doing. Uh, so you can probably see it's a little... I shouldn't have never whatever. split the party. I learned my lesson. Get the Go. <laughs> you, you split the party, you get the GoPro. That's right. It puts the GoPro in the basket. <laughs> so um so yeah so as paul's character he's watching this guy sputter and bleed out his last breaths uh blair uh and rex what are you doing is he's and duck what is paul doing I'll, well, well let's let blair and rex go and yeah then... well so because i i assuming we we did not hear what the guy said no no so so I'm probably going to like, you know, call over to, what was his name? Felix. I'm going to like call over to Felix and say like, you know, you know, what, what's going on or something like that. Okay. And uh, Rex, what would you like to? Um, so if anyone were watching Ulrich, they would, would have noticed that right about the time this lullaby ended and the entity, which alleged witch, uh, disappeared. Um, like, Ulrich, like, kind of shuddered. Uh, and then if anyone's watching, he's, he's kind of turning around and, like, looking. And when he hears um, Gerard, is it Gerard? Do we say it was Gerard or Gerard? Or Gerhard? Blair's character. Giles. Uh, Giles. 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 Yeah, like I said, Giles. <laughs> yeah. <exactly>. Um, <laughs> Just like in they, uh, Buffy. What's going on? Oh, mm, Buffy. Um, <laughs> that's another reveal. Uh, <laughs> Ulrich kind of pipes up. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yes, what's going on? Which is the other thing that the other characters would note is now that I think about this is the first time Ulrich has actually kind of initiated any kind of conversation in like days. Mm. Like they think yeah, back like yeah. it's been like he's been running anything. on autopilot just walking around. Exactly. Or in his own little world, something. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Something I'm also gonna uncoil my whip. Um and so I wanna maybe above the table, uh, you know, we're all monks in this order. Uh, I feel like Felix would want to somehow convey uh, trouble without like yelling out. He says it's a trap. So is there, uh, and you know, we can, I'm, I'm open to PBTAing this or you can make a ruling art, uh, but I, I would want like some sort of silent signal that like uh, danger or something like that. And so that, you know, if there's, if there is a trap coming so that we don't scream out like, okay, you know, Spring it on us now. Well, Can I remember we... specifically. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rex. 
Well, can we see the pee running down his leg? Because that would tell us. I can totally roleplay that because this is Paul's character. I'm perfectly okay with it. It's pretty telltale, yeah. I I do remember Uh, when you came came across the pentagram in the woods, you had some order JSOC hand signals. Right. Yeah, Yeah, well, I made those up and you rolled with it. So I just want to make sure. Like, it seems totally like to me that there would be some sort of – like, we would have – there would be some – you know, uh, hand signal or something that would express like, you know, this is a day. So I feel like what Felix would do is he would back away from the corpse and maybe even this is enough. And like, you know, kind of what, what kind of web, I I can't see his character sheet, of course, but. Oh, you can't. uh, Oh, sorry. Um, he's got, uh, basically he's got a long sword, which you can go one handed or two handed one handed. He can then whip out a kite shield for some extra defense. Okay. Two-handed gives him a little and extra. He probably reach. got his shield like on his back or something, I would imagine, and his longsword's sheath at his side. So maybe, mm-hmm. um, maybe he kind of uh, casually steps, you know, kind of steps away from the corpse, and um, he makes some sort of signal to the other two, like this is a dangerous situation. And his hand is resting on the pommel of his sword, and he's kind of scanning around. Uh, he's okay. not going to draw it at this second yet, though. Okay. Um, He's trying to... All right. He's trying to... Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Trying to impress everybody. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm okay. Totally fine with the pee running down the leg also. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like thematically it works. Yes. Um, (laughs) So, uh, so given all that, all of a sudden from behind the big cucumber... um, (laughs) <laughs> trees, uh, the trees start to get this sort of ominous glow. All right, it's the sword's coming out. Okay, um, and, and then I think as... I would move back. Felix would move back. He'd like, move back a little bit. Maybe okay. one diagonal square toward the other two. Okay, so he pulls back a little bit. Yep. And um, you see coming through the woods a hound. It's about twice as big as like a normal kind of uh, wild dog or a wolf. Um, let me go to Fantasy Grounds really quickly. And I will show you what you sort of see. Uh, there we go. Sharing. Boom. Um, so you see that, but what's not conveyed in this image is that his skin sort of interwoven with the fur and the, the skin itself, patches of it are burnt off, but there's like these glowing embers coming from his skin, uh, coming from his eyes. Um, and so he starts to approach through the woods growling. And while he does that from other corners, Come, other wolves, regular wolves. So, uh, so they start to make their th- way through the woods. And so, what we need to do is, if we could go to our characters. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna try some Felix combat. Yeah. yeah, I'll do Felix. I think because um, so Paul hasn't joined, I don't even see it on the top. Yeah, yeah, he's not even listed. So, what I need everyone to do is, if you go to your character sheet. You're going to see on the main tab, strike number in the upper right sort of window. Like it'll start with damage bonus, max hit points, combat actions, power Mm -hmm. points, fatigue, strike number. So what 
it's it's a little clumsy because we're sort of homebrewing this. So if you roll one d10, I'm going to roll now for mm-hmm. uh, Felix. I'm going to take my roll, and I'm going to add it to. If you look under strike number, you see current, and then the window, and then it says current plus d10, and then the window is like a million miles away, probably. Mm-hmm. So what you should do is roll one d10, add that result to your strike number current box and put the total in that far right current plus D10 box. And then let me know when everybody's done that. <laughs> and you're, you're going to do it for Felix? I did, yeah. We could just say that he rolled a one. <laughs> he actually, he rolled a six, so it was pretty middle of the road. Um, but yeah, just let me know. Oh, you know what? Let me see if I can do this. Um, yeah, just let me know when everybody's done it. I am okay, so done. Time, what are we doing? We're rolling a d10. Yep, roll a d10, and then you want to add that d10 to the number that's in your current strike number box, which for you is, uh, it should have it been starting a as a 10. Yeah, okay, and so then... I have 12 now. 12, okay, cool. So now no, if no, you go 22. up... 22, no. 22. Uh, what was your strike number to begin with? No, no, no. I, I, rolled, a, I rolled a 2, so... Okay, so it'd be 12 total. Um, so if you go back to Fantasy Grounds, and you don't actually have to pay any attention to this, I'm just curious. On the far right where all those buttons are, like library, blah, 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 the very top is a little tiny sword that, if you hover, it says Combat Tracker. Okay. Uh, see if you can drag your picture into that Combat Tracker. I don't know if you guys can open it and see Paul in there. I can, yep. You can, Okay. Um, yeah, let me know if you can drag your portrait into that combat tracker. No. And if not, no? Okay, I'll do it. No problem. Blair, who's this? Uh, this is Duck. Uh, so, Duck, did you, uh, did you roll the d10 and add it to your current number? Oh, am I doing that even though I'm not in this combat? Uh, yeah, just, just do it, just, um... Yeah, just so I have it. Uh, so I have to admit, I was not paying attention. Where is my strike number? Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. So you have the current number. So you want to roll a d10, add it to your current strike number, and put it in that rightmost box. All right. Uh, where and is then the I'll put yeah. Rex. It looks like. Yep. Twenty-two. Oh, good. Good roll, Rex. Oof. Twenty-two is my total, obviously. Yeah. Okay, mine's in there, 15. Cool. Okay. Um, So let me drag some of these into... So yeah, so now you don't actually have to worry about that, but I'm going to use that to track certain things. Okay, so um, Wolf 1 and Wolf 2 is obviously, you know, you can see the dice 1 and 2 next to them. Hopefully it's clear enough to read. Uh, And it looks like, Ulrich, you're going to be up first. Um, So what you do is you have... Um, a number of combat actions like Zweihander. Um, and it should be listed on your sheet. Where's your sheet? Combat actions should be on the main tab under max hit points. It looks like you have three combat actions. Okay. So with combat actions, it's, again, a lot like Zweihander. Let me just share this really quickly for in case people are interested. Uh, here's the basic things you can do. Pretty obvious. Each one costs one. Um, if you need to parry, evade, anything like that, you want to have those in reserve. Um, if you have an offhand weapon, like you have your main gauche, 
Uh, a shield will do it too. You get a bonus combat action. Um, now, nice. a shield can only be used as a defensive combat action. Mm-hmm. Your main gauche can either be either way, um, basically. Uh, you can attack with it or you can hang on to it for parrying because that's sort of a parrying dagger. Right. Uh, so then basically you're able to move. Um, and, and do I need to consider saving one or more actions to defend myself like in Zweihander? Uh, yes. Yeah. So you're okay. going to have four combat actions in total. Um, and yeah, it might not be a bad idea to hang on to one if you need it. Uh, now, where did I put your movement? That's under notes. Um, so under notes, uh, there's some like your German mail, custodian of secrets. Your movement is five slash eight. Right. Uh, five is your movement with armor because you've got a few items on. Eight is your base speed without armor. So you can move five squares. Uh, and each square in this game is a meter. Okay. So let's do this. Okay. Um, and when do my actions refresh? Like basically when we go all the way through a round? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Can I actually see the wolf on the bottom right corner as it's coming through the woods? Yeah. You know what? It's not like these trees are so thick that, uh, you can't make them out. Yeah. You can see right. them. So what I would like to do with one action is, um, kind of move uh, directly uh, left, um, whatever my move will take me, whatever one action with a move will take me. I assume that's five spaces. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's one action. Uh, Second action, I'm going to ready my light crossbow. Would that include loading a bolt or is that going to be separate? Let's assume that you had a bolt ready to go. A crossbow, let me see if it pops up on your character sheet. Crossbow. So if you look on your main character sheet um, mm-hmm. on the main tab, you see your light crossbow all the way on the right is the I for info. Okay. Um, okay, so if you look on that, at the bottom it says ammo. That's, right. I think, how many combat actions it takes to load. So in your case, we'll just call it, yeah, you got it out and put a, put a bolt in. I don't actually oh, wait, is see that what an it is? ammo character. Hold on. Oh, let me go over Do here. I have there that right? Let me, let me double check Crossbow that. Crossbow damage, um, 1d8. Let me see. Where did I put Range. items? Let me just double check. Um, it's not that important either way. We'll just assume for the time being that it's good to go. Um, There's a load 2 on special. Sorry. it's uh, That's what it is. Sorry. It's, it's load 2. So it's two combat actions to load a bolt. All right. So, that, so then I've moved... Is that still going to be considered part of readying, or is it going to be ready, then load for two? Uh, let's just ready and load for two. It's all all good. So you spent, say, three in total. Right. Um, and I think I'm going to stop there. Uh, okay. You know, kind of holding that action to deal with the unexpected. Yeah. Nice. I mean, when Felix flees screaming like a little girl and runs into me. I need to be ready to, to deal with that. Right. So. You're going to be dealing for, with two. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So, all right. So that's, that takes care of you. So next on the list is uh, Felix. So what would he like to do? All right. Uh, and how do I see how many actions he has? Is it? Uh, so Felix has, let me see if it shows on the, 
combat track. It doesn't. Okay, I'll tell you that he has uh, three combat actions. He'll have four okay. if you want to go with the shield. Oh, like the shield would be one of them available if he pulls his shield off. Right, and that shield is only a defensive combat action. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you didn't Or you can go with the two-handed weapon, do a little extra damage, have a little extra reach. Um, I feel like the shield... How many actions... Like one action to pull the shield off his back and ready it? Yeah, we'll just say one action to get all your weapons ready. Okay. All right. So that's the first action. Okay. Um, and how far can Felix move? With an Felix's action? move is probably in the same ballpark five. as Rex's. Five it's five. Yeah. Um, I think we uh, we're gonna we're gonna go one, two, three. Uh, I want to go backwards, right? I want to. Okay backpedal till we're kind of maybe closer together uh, okay if i go diagonally three and then straight over one more to the right or i'm thinking two squares from where rex's character is straight horizontally so one two three four yeah right there cool that's good yep and right. uh, so that's two actions right uh, that's two three. you have so yep. then yeah i'm just gonna stand ready Shield okay. and monk sword. Shield up. Yep. All right. So then up next is Gilbean Duck, who is not going to get out of this entirely unscathed. Um, and if it's, oh, I can control Christ. Paul if it becomes too much of a hassle. Oh, I, I think I can handle. Yeah. I, so I mean, Gilbean, I can handle getting both of us killed at the same time. I, I got it. <laughs> yeah. So well, you're on. Surrender at some point. Is this a euro? I see cubes. <laughs> Uh, Alex, uh, so the cubes are going to track uh, your combat uh, range. Can I are seduce you... the wolf? That's fine. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> Hungry like the wolf. Hungry yeah. like the wolf. So Is it a Gil... wolf or a cougar? <laughs> Even better. Got a better chance with the latter. Um, so you're on the trail, and you notice that this wolf comes growling, sniffing, and sees you on the path. Like it was sort of hunting specifically for you and uh find you there's obviously you're with the cart the woman's in the cart pretend those crates are actually a human being um you know what just for fuck's sake i'll just throw a chicken there (laughs) (laughs) um so uh yeah so what would gilbean like to do uh all right so let me see where do i see combat actions three okay i see that Mm um i will um do, 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 do. Uh, uh, and I have my bladed uh, cro- light crossbow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will, and I can assume that's like one action to get it out, and it's probably already loaded. I would yeah. think. Right? Let's yeah. Um, and can do I have a shot at what's the range? Hundred meters. Yeah. Can I take a shot? 100. Yeah, if you want to take a shot, go ahead. Um, um, let's let's fucking do some combat. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically, Are do you, you want to aim? Slippers, dude? I'm just saying. Oh yeah, always. It's winter. <laughs> um. The... Anyway, so talk about me in shorts and slippers. It's so <laughs> like I do the same yeah. thing, but I don't. I just wear socks. <laughs> um. So I'm thinking, like, here's what I'm thinking, just from a min-max standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. So I've got three actions. I've used one. Like, okay. 
I could shoot without aiming and then use my last action to like start reloading probably. Um, Correct. How many actions does reloading take for a light? So uh, it should be on your main tab. Um, if I can bring it Load up two, it says, yeah. Exactly. So could I, take take, could I go halfway through reloading if I wanted to? Yeah, definitely. Mm. And what bonus does aiming give me? Uh, so every action you spend aiming gives you 10% of your skill as a bonus. That sounds pretty good. How many and how many aims can I take? Like, could I uh, aim, aim, and then shoot next time? Yeah, you could aim through a combat turn. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good question. What do I want to do? I wonder how fast these fuckers move. Probably pretty fast. Is there any ranged modifier uh, to combat? Uh, there can be. Let me just see. Uh, where is it? Party sheet. Modifiers. Uh, let's see, combat ranged. Uh, let's see, well, you're not underwater. You're not prone. You're not on unstable ground. We're not going to worry about the wind. The the target is a normal sized target. Um, yeah, there's no no modifiers at this particular moment. Okay. Uh, well, my 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 skill is shitty, so I feel like uh, I'm just going to aim twice. Okay. Cool. All right, so that's your turn. Um, so now we go to Gilbean the Hellhound. The Hellhound is going to do what? It's going to approach Paul. You got to switch to the other camera. So oh, right. This is going to be a pain because I'm going to forget. Mm -hmm. we'll Let's see. Where's Paul's character? Uh, He's. Oh, his sheet. Um, oh. I mean, his sheet in. Am I not Fantasy allowed Grounds? to? I can't share it. Okay. Uh, so let's see. The wolf, uh, the hellhound, has a movement of 10. So it can close the gap. So it's going to go... 10 squares? Fuck me. 8, 9, 10. It's going to move 10 for its combat action. And that might be um, all it can do because it doesn't have... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's all it's going to do for its current, um, <laughs> you, uh, you want me, I can stop him if it's No, no, no people, stop it. <laughs> okay. you all can right, turn so it down and you just right click on it. When you process the recording though, it's going to come out max volume. Though, so just don't worry. All right. Um, okay. So we're going to do a quick roll to see who wolf one goes after. Uh, I guess the closest one is Blair. So let's go after Blair. <laughs> we're going to roll, but nah, we're just going to have him come Nah, back. we're just yeah, going to say like he's it. closer. All right, so it gets into Blair's range. Um, so Blair, what is your... You have a whip, right? Yeah, my whip was out. Okay, so... And again, if this gets too tedious, just say this is too much and we'll stop. No, you're good, we'll man. We'll figure it out. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, uh, I, like, I like mechanics. So Blair, you're... Matter. Exactly. So your reach is an L, right? Yes. Uh, so you have a, a long, <laughs> exactly. So we're going to say you engage at a long melee range, which means you can attack it before it can attack you. Uh, because I assume you wouldn't just stand there and take it. Nope. Um, okay. So, um, so the wolf is going to attack. So it's going to attack with a, uh, a claw. So it's going to do its role. So you have to decide, do you want to spend a combat action defending against it or do you want to 
sort of just see what happens. I can tell you what the wolf in this case is going to do is he's going to try and close the distance and get close enough to be able to actually take a swipe with you with this attack. So if you defend against it, you can prevent that from happening, you know, or you can, you know. They said that I could attack it before it attacks me. Uh, yeah, but it's not like a literal, sorry, I probably misspoke. It, it's, you're sort of, you're, you're technically using a combat action. It's technically a defensive move. Um, but what you're sort of doing is you're trying to sort of keep him at a distance so it can't close and take an actual swipe at you. Um, if okay. you want to defend against it, it's up to you. Sure. Um, okay. So what you can do is you can see, um, before you attack, I'm going to roll its attack and you can see if it hits or not. Uh, so he does hit. So now you can decide, do you want to, do you want to defend against it? Um, and if you and do, what, what does that look like? So what you're going like, to do now is you're going to, well, like, like, you, like if I was like, like, what would my character be doing when you're saying that I am like defending? So in, in your case, you, you don't have a shield, but with your whip, I could see you sort of just striking at the ground to keep it at a distance from, uh, from closing, if that makes sense. But his attack succeeded. His attack succeeded. So he's going to close the distance if you don't do anything. Um, if you do, you can try and prevent him. So he's not going to hit you with anything. He's just going to get closer so that he can attack you with his last uh, combat action. Uh, okay, I will. Uh, I'll defend. Okay, so you're going to use a combat action. So go ahead and roll your whip. Okay, 68. So mm. how did that fail? How did that fail? You have an attack of... Did you have 81. any... Yeah, that shouldn't have failed any... Did you have a... Zero uh... percent. It's reading it as a zero. I, I clicked on my whip name. Did I do that wrong? Oh, yeah. You want to click on the number. The there little number go. under attack now percentage. Success. Now it has that, that was my role, but yeah. But we'll we'll count that as a, a success. So uh, since you both succeeded, um, nothing really happens. You keep him at long range. This is very golf yes. Yes, and that is uh, the wolf's attack. Now the second wolf is going to come towards... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's going to come towards... Rex, uh, Rex, it's sort of the same thing. The uh, what is? Let's see, your weapons. What is the longest reach on your weapons? Well, I, so here's the question. I'm currently, you know, like loading and and readying my like crossbow. So I think it's a okay. little cheesy for me to say, um, oh, but you know, I've got my sword and my main goosh, and so right, right. I do all that stuff. So I think I'm just kind of stuck at this point. I guess I could okay. try to dodge. Um, you could, yeah. Um, okay. Do so I have to it's... wait for its attack and then I try to dodge? Or Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here comes a claw attack because it's able to get into range. Its range is, its reach is uh, medium. So we're going to put you in green melee range. Um, and here comes its attack attack is a success so yeah you would need to potentially defend against it if you want so to is that going to be on it is going to be over an armor or is it going to be somewhere else 
Um, if it's an evasion, uh, let's see. If you want to evade, that's going to be under your skills, and Got it's it. going to be. Ooh, I like that number. Uh, I'm going to try to evade. I assume that's going to take my fourth action. Is that correct? Or action uh, point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any modifiers to it? Uh, not at no. All right, here we go. 67. I have successfully evaded. Nice. Good job. Okay. So that's that turn. Now we go to, uh, let's see, Wolf 3 is on. I'm just going to put him here just so I know. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so this uh, this wolf gets right up in there and is going to do sort of the same thing. Uh, switch the camera. Yeah, switch yeah, the camera. And, switch the um, camera. I was aiming and I still had an action. Oh no, I yes. chose. Well, my last action was to aim. Um, right. Um, so, so I guess yeah, you're you're aiming, so that you're sort of stuck in that pattern. So it's okay. going to roll in an attack. Um, and it blows it badly. Okay, so it swipes and misses as you're loading. And then, Blair, we finally come to your actual turn. Um, so let me switch the camera. And what would you like to do? And I'm going to whip it. Nice. Okay, so go ahead and uh, roll your attack on that front uh, front page. 71. That's a success. Nice. Uh, so now what you can do is, uh, let's see, roll your damage, which should be the 1d6 plus 1. <laughs> two, two. And now it should add a couple different things. Um, oh, that's supposed to... Yeah, go ahead and double-click it right on the under the damage column on your front tab. Because then it's going to add a couple things. 1d6 plus okay. 1. Okay. Um, okay, so you do three points of damage to Wolf one um oh uh, actually let me go to wolf one and let me do it's uh i don't know if you can see this did it show where it hit for you guys did it show yeah okay cool hit so you sort of hit it in its windows you might make me i may have to go dual monitors you got so many fucking windows for me man nice <laughs> yeah you don't have to pay attention to any of this i can try i mean my stuff. other monitor is my work monitor so fuck those guys i'm going dual monitors <laughs> Okay, cool. All right, uh, so that goes into round one, so we're all back to full combat actions for round two. And uh, Ulrich, you're up first. What would you like to do? Nice. Um, so I, I will kind of talk through, and then you can give me a sense of how much of this is doable. So I'm thinking um, uh, my first action would be to... Uh, what I'm thinking is move with action point one. Okay. Action point two, shoot the crossbow. Then okay. action point three, basically drop the crossbow and ready my sword and main gauche. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And how would you like to move? Um, let's. Uh, I, I want to move basically at a at the diagonal straight away from the wolf that's faced off with me, basically making that space. Mm -hmm. 
and towards sort of the general vicinity of Paul or towards like the northwest towards just, the just, just northwest perfect 45 just move me diagonally the correct number of squares I don't know if we're allowed to move diagonally this wrong yeah wrong miniature that's, that's no problem wrong miniature that's Blair oh wrong miniature <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, which way? Um, northwest? Uh, northwest, as I'm looking at it. So oh. upper left. Right? There you go. Thanks. All right. <laughs> and as I go by um, Felix, I give him a, hey, uh, watch out behind you, kind of uh, <laughs> thing. So. Still hurts. Uh, and not even my character still hurts. So... Uh, but think of it this way. Um, when he's mauling your character, I will be able to re-engage uh, <laughs> and take the wolf by surprise and avenge you. Exactly. All in one. Life. You know, I mean, uh, honestly, you, you wonder why people give you shit, Rex. I just, you know, I don't know if you wonder, but every time, every I'm, fucking time. I'm luring this wolf yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah. the action. Sure, yes. Uh, you're going to do the same thing when you're up for uh, Felix. So I'm just you know, pointing that out. Uh, so that's my first action. So my second action, I will try to shoot the wolf that was attacking me. Cool. Uh, so let's go up to main. Um, because I moved, is there going to be any negative modifier to my crossbow attack? Uh, let me just double check. Modifiers, uh, range, target, 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 attacker, attacker. Uh, no, there's not a modifier for having moved. Fantastic. Let's see what happens. Oh. Oh, okay. Just missed. Just so it misses. All right. Yep. Um, uh, and action three, I am dropping that crossbow uh, and pulling, nice. ready my sword and my main gush. Cool. All right. So that's that. Brings us to uh, Felix. What would Felix like to do? Uh, and Felix gets how many actions again? With uh, the he shield, gets, he's four? Four, with one being And one defensive. of them defensive. Um, uh, hmm. Would the... Well, I kind of know. Yeah, I kind of know the answer to that. Um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna engage the number two wolf. So I'm gonna move up with okay. one action, and I'm gonna strike it with my second action. Okay. Go ahead. All right. And, oh so no, I got to roll because you, you got to roll it. Yeah. Shit. Okay, so he's going to attack with his one-handed bleed. It's going to be at a reach of. Long. And actually, can I move? I would like to move uh, more to where like the green die and the die are like diagonally from where I am up. Uh, like I want to be, I don't want to be nearer the hellhound. Yeah, exactly there. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping okay, so the hellhound gonna... goes after uh, Rex's character. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So you're going to be at a uh, long melee range. Um, okay. So you're going to take a swing. Uh, his attack is a 69. <laughs> going to hit. Uh, he's going to do, let's see, 1D. He has got a pretty high strength, so he's probably going to... So as you can see, it Oof. rolls a D8 with his D6. Uh, sorry, a D6 with his D8. His D6 yeah. is his damage bonus. For his so he's doing a lot of damage. Nice. Uh, let's see where he hits the wolf. 
did I put the wolf? Here we go. Uh, he hits the wolf. That's a melee attack. He hits the wolf in the head. Oh, nice. Ooh, Ooh. nice. So that actually... Huh. It's going to render the wolf unconscious. Um, Sweet. Let me see. Parcels, tables. Let me see if I've got tables for this. Uh, combat tables. Fumble, fumble, fumble. NPC critical wound. Uh, let's see. Critical wound is a three. What does it say? Okay, it's not only unconscious, it's been knocked back one meter. So you knocked the shit out of it. Um, okay, <clears throat> so that takes care of that. Uh, and then we go from Felix to Gillibean. Um, let me switch cameras real quick. Okay, um, should be up okay. in just a second, hopefully. All right, and I got three actions, and I've spent two of them aiming. So I yes. think with my... Uh... With my first action, I'm going to shoot. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, go ahead and uh, take your shot. Okay. Would that be... Because I can use this thing in melee. Why can't... That's why, true. Why don't... It doesn't show it anymore. It's not in melee? It was there. Did I delete oh, let it? Let me see. Oh, no. It's scroll. I got to scroll up. Um, okay. But I do more damage from ranged for some reason. Right. So now the, in this case, um, just out of curiosity, on the upper, you know, all those tabs and stuff, the buttons, on the mm -hmm. far right, do you see one that looks like a square with a smaller square in it? On all those and buttons. if you hover over it, it says modifiers. It's way in the upper right corner, um, right next to uh, one that looks like a gear, maybe. In, on sure my character sheet? Not on your character no, sheet. It's on the far on the upper right. right. It's the buttons. A yeah. Gear? Just just below the combat tracker button. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Modifiers. Okay. If you click on that and then yep. you see all the, it should give you all the modifiers. That's blank um, for me. Oh, it is. Okay. Then I will add that modifier for you uh, because the thing moved 10 meters or more in the last thing. Okay. So I put a modifier on there for okay. your attack. All right. Hopefully it does. But I, I get a plus 20 for my aiming, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So then that's going to do a minus. T okay. So you should have the. It should be all set. Okay, so I just roll it then. Yeah. That's probably not going to do it. Uh, 46. Looks like it did not. Um, what did you roll? Didn't take the mark. I rolled a 46. You rolled a straight 46. It should be a 36. Does that hit? Uh, no, I would have needed a 28. Okay. Uh, wait, were you shooting or were you? I was shooting. Okay. You're shooting. I assume. Okay. Yeah. My. I mean. Uh, I and I improved it. I like my shooting's twenty. I'm not a combat capable character. Oh right, right, right. And just remember, you might not remember. Oh, I put it in the notes. The concealed blade gets a plus fifty percent on the first strike. Um, oh. Okay. So. If you All right. Well, that was my first action. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I do see that. Yeah, it's in the. It's in my thing. Uh, I'll. So I'm gonna. Um, Drop the crossbow and pull the concealed blade. Okay. For second and third actions. Uh, I'll let you drop it and get the other one out in all one. Okay, so uh, I can make. I could make a strike with my last action, or I could if you save wanted it to for take a defense. shot. Exactly. 
uh, and defense would just mean I get to roll, um, like, an, like when he attacks, I roll an attack back. Is that right? Uh, you get to evade, which is a skill on I your... I have that. I'm better at that, uh, actually, than attacking. Yeah. Um, good. Just for the record, it does say that dropping a weapon costs no CA. Oh, very nice. Right, yeah, yeah. Um... But if I use that for an attack, then he gets a... I don't get to evade, right? Correct. Now, he might miss. He might Um, miss. Um, I'm going to save it. Cool. Okay. So after Gilbean comes the Hellhound... Uh, it's going to go for Paul. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to switch cameras really quickly because I forgot to do that. Uh, okay, so the Hellhound has approached Gilbean. Um, not Gilbean, uh, Felix. Does Felix have any combat actions left? Uh, he uh, moved and attacked last time. He does. He has, he has two. Oh, and he has a shield. Oh, you motherfucker! Yeah, so Why two. didn't you go after Rex? I told. I tried to hint. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I think you were closer. Uh, um, that's arguable, but whatever. Okay. Um, so de- detect weakness. <laughs> exactly. so gonna go after. I actually, I actually think I had two actions left because uh, of the shield. Yeah, I think you the did. shield being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a medium range. So it's going to attack. Let's see what it does. Where's the Hellhound? I don't even remember where I put it. NPCs. Uh, I don't need that. Yeah, we actually. you didn't actually ask me if I wanted to do anything after I knocked that one wolf unconscious, because I had two actions left. I could have Oh, right. You had two. Yeah, I, I apologize. But it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, I, maybe it's good to have two actions. I can. I don't know. Maybe uh, one's going to go to waste, but whatever. Uh, I probably would have moved over where um, uh, Would you like to do that? Is. Um, would that change oh, what the hellhound does? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's fine. Not. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't one half a dozen on one hand sucks on the other. Let's just do okay, it. we'll just not leave your it character. <laughs> I know, but I'm invested now. Plus, I really, really wanted him to come after you. Okay, so it's going to go for a claw attack at a medium range. Um, let's okay. see what it does. Uh, oops, I can't. Yeah, and I'm going to do the shield defense. Oh, I guess unless he misses. I don't know why it did that. Hold on one second. 122. Yeah, let me clear wow. the slot. I don't know why it fucked that up. Okay, so here's its roll for... Uh, what did it roll? 41 is what you roll. Uh, 41 is a miss. Barely, but a miss. All right. Nice. Uh, so you don't have to do that. So it's next is going to be one more attack uh, with its last. And that's a 50, which is also a miss. Okay. Uh, so now we are on to Wolf 1, which is going to attack Blair. Uh, here we go. Um, reach medium. It's got to do that because it's still at that range. It's an 88, which is a miss. Uh, let's see. Second attack, because why not? It's a 37, which is also a miss. Uh, and then it, it, these things don't defend. They just go for the kill. 
And that is a failure, like a really bad Fast. failure. So what we have to do now is we have to bust out a table um, for a fumble. Fumble close combat, natural we it's a natural weapon fumble. So let's see what it does. In case anybody cares, I'll share it. Um, mm, nice. Numb limb. Five is what it got. Numb limb. All nice. right. Limb is temporarily paralyzed uh, until successful resilience mole. Okay. Uh, so that is done. Coming up next is Wolf 3, which is on the other map. Um, and it's going to attack. No, I haven't evade. Okay, so here's the first attack. That's a good hit. Uh, do you want to try and evade it? Fuck yeah. Okay, so go ahead and roll your evasion. Oh, I'm going to double click it. Oof. Damn okay. it. Is there nothing I can spend? Uh, yes, you can spend a hero point and re-roll. Uh, yeah. See, but or in I can... Call of Cthulhu, I could spend a luck point and decrease it by one, but I'm going to spend a fucking hero point. Yeah, why not? And re-roll. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, evade. There we go. Nice. Okay, so it misses. All right. Um, so you success, success. Okay. Um, all right. So it's going to it's going to attack again. That's going to be a miss. It's third. Uh, so here's the trick. If it attacks, you can still defend because if you succeed, there's sort of like a one difference between you, and that can give you bonuses, mm. um, which I can show you in a second. Um, Yeah, so there's all these sort of things that happen when you. Uh, and I'm trying to successful levels in combat maneuvers, levels of success, combat maneuvers. Let's see. I'm about to share something with you guys. <clears throat> okay, which again, I mean, I think Rex, this you had a similar kind of sheet uh, for Zweihander, if I remember. Uh, yeah, but this is prettier, I think. Okay, so here's how it works. So, Duck, he failed. If you succeed, you can do one of the blue... Uh, if you get a regular success, you can do one of the blue special things. Um, if you get a critical, there's certain special ones, like a blind opponent, pin weapon. Uh, so uh, you're saying, like, if I evade again and succeed, I can do one of the blue things? Or how is this? Correct. Yeah, because it failed. All you need to do is succeed. If you look at the very top, it says, like, uh, attack. Yeah, I can't see. Result. It's weird. I can't see the top. But uh, You might have to just drag it. You can probably drag it from anywhere. Oh, yeah, I guess you can. Or oh, if yeah, you yeah. scroll with your mouse wheel, it should get can smaller. make it smaller? Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Um... Uh, here's my question, though, for Felix, mm -hmm. uh, when he was attacked and he had all those actions, could he have would it have been worth him trying to it, like defend so that he could do one of these things? Honestly, had I remembered, it might have been. Yeah. OK, yeah. but we're not going to go back, even though you made a glaring error. It's fine. Paul Correct. can blame you later. All right. If Paul um, here to remind me. Yeah. OK, so I'm going to roll evade and hopefully I'll succeed. Right. Yeah. Even though I don't have another action left. I only had one action, right? He's oh, if you don't have any actions, then it doesn't count. You have to have an action point. I don't have an action. I only had one action. I saved one action, not two. Okay. So, all right. So, that's that would take care of that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, that would be Wolf 3. So, now we're over to 
Blair. I uh, feel like I just reminded the teacher about the quiz that we have today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blair. I feel uh, like that up. would kind of even out the fact that you fucked Felix over, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Wolves are attracted to the smell of urine. So <laughs> the other thing I forgot is, Doc, you're deathly afraid of wolves because it killed your parents. Um, oh, uh, um, Gilbean. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That should probably affect me somehow. Yeah, we should be. Uh, give me a quick on your character sheet. Give me a quick uh, persistence roll. I think that's the mental. Persistence. Is that a skill? a skill? Under, yeah, it's a skill under the basic skills. I think it's persistence. persistence. Oh, I'm very bad at that, apparently. See how you do. But, oh no, you failed. Okay. I failed. Cool. So that means you're overcome with some degree of terror. So maybe we'll cost. Uh, maybe I got pee running down my legs. Yeah. Do you want to take a negative on attacks or do you want to lose a combat action out of fear? I think combat action is probably better off because any negative on attacks is just going to make it damn near impossible. Okay. So we'll get you down to a two combat actions. This may be the TPK for the guy who left the party. <laughs> All right. So uh, Blair, you're up. What would you like to do? All right. So let me see. All right. So am I aware that the that the um wolf's limbs are paralyzed um it was the hellhound right i think the hellhound uh would you be aware that yeah you could probably see that it sort of tried to take a okay yeah maybe tried to take a bite Felix, yeah yeah missed and it's sort of metal. ran its head into a stone or something yeah or into his shield or yeah mm -hmm. you could see that uh, oh well, although I have this wolf like right at me, so all right, no, I'm I'm just gonna whip my whip my wolf. Nice. All right, so give me an attack roll. Nice. Okay, and then you can roll some damage. Four. Okay, and uh, let's see where it hits really quickly. The eleven. Wow, that's also the chest. That's the problem. It's doing missile. Let me do that again. 17 should be the right. Okay, cool. All right. And that was four points of damage. So this wolf is pretty hurt. Um, it's sort of stumbling around a little bit. Uh, you can see that it's sort of trying to shake off pain and however wolves shake off pain. Um, but it's 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 in pretty bad shape there's you can see obvious blood coming out of its its leg um so that was your first combat action what would you like to do next i'm gonna do it again nice give it a roll nice uh can this wolf evade not really okay athletics oh evade 55 okay um, let's see if he he's going to spend one of his combat actions and he blows it. Um, so that okay, so this this brings up that uh, combat maneuver. Um, let's see, you succeeded and he failed. So you're going to get one of those red um, red combat maneuvers if you want. Oh. Uh... Where can I find that? 
Uh, let me sh let's see. If I share it to you, does it make it pop back up on your screen? Yes. There you go. Okay. okay cool. So in your case, if you look at your weapon, um, it should say next to it like entangle. Yes. So entangle one of the reds is entangling weapons only. That's basically what you can do. Um, so you can entangle uh, one of its limbs, renders it useless, and then your your next action, should you say attack now or whatever for one combat action, you can attempt an automatic trip. I can also uh, can I also bleed it? Uh, yes, because it's a barbed. I forgot that. Yeah, it's a barbed whip, so you can do a, a bleed. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll do a bleed. Okay, what cool. Gonna do bleed on. So it's me? gonna make a resilience roll against your attack roll, which was a forty-seven uh, resilience. Okay, I'll do this. Okay, so it resists the bleed. Um, Oh wait 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 wait! No, it has to beat a forty-seven. Okay, no, it so it bleeds. Yeah. Um, so where's bleed? Okay, so it's gonna lose some fatigue. Okay, cool. All right, so it's gonna gain fatigue levels uh, starting at level one. Good to know. All right. Um, so uh, Blair, how many act uh, action points do you have left? Do you have any left, or is that all three? Um, I did. I think you did two, right? Two, yeah, I did two. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to do your last one, or do you want to save it for defense? Um, I'll save it. Okay. Cool. All right. So let me put a fatigue on Wolf One. Let's see if it lets me do that. Forget it. Okay. Um. Okay. So coming up next then is Wolf Three over with Duck. Um, no, it's wait, going. don't I get to wait? Oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, we Blair's last, so now it goes back up to uh, Ulrich. Yeah, like, because usually Gilbean gets to go before the wolf, I thought, right? Yeah, yeah, so sorry, it should switch back to the other map in a sec. Um, so sorry, Ulrich, you're up. <laughs> oh, um, goodness. Well, assuming that moving diagonally is, is cool, mm -hmm. uh, I will I will move up to the red uh, wolf. Okay. Uh, with one move action. Cool. And I will um, because I have a offhand weapon. I think you told me that I basically get a bonus attack. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. All right, so second action is going to be to do that attack. Um, so I assume um, I'm looking at my sheets. Uh, okay, so I've got a rapier and I've got a main gauche. So I assume that I roll the rapier first because it looks like it does uh, more damage. Yeah, basically, say you did three attacks. Two of them would be the rapier. The last one would have to be the main gauche. Because you used one to move, and then you have four total. All right, but I thought I got a... Uh, so is it still going to cost me one of my 
my four actions to do the main ghost attack. Uh, yeah, because the only reason why you have four actions is counting your main ghost. You actually only have three combat actions on your sheet, and then the bonus fourth okay. is from having the main ghost. Yeah. All right. So here is my first attack with my rapier. Okay. That is a success. Nice. Uh, nice. Go 1D, ahead and... Uh, 1d8 damage. Do I just double-click that? Yeah, double-click the 1d8 under the damage, and if you have any strength modifiers, it should add. Uh, will it pick it up automatically? It should, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think if my strength can... is high enough for a modifier no. where I could grow. Four. Okay. Uh, so let's see where you hit. Or impaling, by the way. Right. So now this creature cannot sort of fight back. So you're going to get an automatic combat maneuver from that chart uh, nice. for the impale thrust weapons. Uh, um, there should be. Um, I didn't roll a critical. This is an impaling. So it, it kind of looks like the only one that really works is impale. Mm -hmm. It says impales the target. Roll weapon damage twice. Choose best score for attack. If attack penetrates armor injuries, the attacker can, A, leave the weapon in the target. They at 10 minus 10% the skill per size of weapon. Uh, pull weapon free, which is a brawn roll. Um, and then it says roll weapons normal damage per attempt. I'm not sure this is actually that exciting. Like <laughs> so yeah, looks like, yeah. Um, it looks like yeah. You leave the yeah. You roll twice so you can choose the higher damage. Right. And then yeah, when you pull the weapon out, uh, you do sort of an extra attack of damage. Am I, re yeah. am I required to do the no. action? No, this is this is optional. Yeah, I don't know that I want to lose my rapier at this point, so I'll just stick with the four points of damage. Um, okay. And right. so that was my second. I'm going to take the bonus action. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do is take the bonus action with the main gauche and then save an action. Got it. Okay. All right. So here's the main gauche. That is a success. It'll be 1d4 of damage. Okay. That's three. a three. Let's see where you hit it. You hit it in the 20, the head. Nice. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Okay. Cool. All right. That is your turn. Very nice. And then we are on to Felix. All right. Um, uh, and Felix has the four actions. So let's just go with an attack on his first action. Nice. And attacking the wolf or the hellhound? The wolf is down, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, two is dead. You're right. He's unconscious, at least. Unconscious, yeah. Let me just take yeah. him over. Okay, so at the hellhound. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead and uh, 
you got to roll up on me there, buddy. Oh, right, right. I keep forgetting. Uh, character, Felix Paul, uh, Longsword, 69. Mm-hmm. Curious if he ever improves that skill. Mm-hmm. 93, that's a failure, uh, but that's mm-hmm. not a critical failure. Uh, so let's see, the Hellhound... No, no, the Hellhound got uh, tripped. Or no, that's the wolf with... Uh, no, the Hellhound had the critical failure and the lump, limb is numb, right? Right, right. That's what it was. The critical. So we can't do that. So we, uh, let's see. So he can't uh, try and counter that for a bonus. But uh, would you like Paul to attack again or do something yeah, else? Yeah, let's attack again. Because he's got four actions, one of them being his shield. So Okay, that to... is a hit. All right. Uh, so he, the Hellhound cannot counter because of the... Uh, the, the fumble mm-hmm. so paul is going to get a free combat maneuver on nice. that uh and so because it's a bleed or impale those are your choices from the so red the, options the red ones yeah um you didn't roll a critical so those are off the table but uh where, where oh criticals only um yeah. so bleed is on the uh deal a wound that bleeds um Penetrates AP tape resilience loses a level of fatigue until first aid. Kind of like a impale. Okay. Let's do impale. Um, all right, so let's roll some damage and see how he does. He's strong, so his damage is pretty high. So his first roll is going to be a nine. Let's see what his second roll is. A nine. Okay, no. so he gets a nine. Uh, nine points of damage to the Hellhound's what? Three which is a right leg. Okay. Um, nine points of damage minus the armor. Uh, okay. Ooh, okay. The Hellhound is now unconscious. Nice. Now, when the Hellhound goes unconscious, uh, Gilbean, you have no idea why this is happening, and uh, Giles the wolf in front of you, their eyes seem to change and they go from this viciousness to what seems like just a normal wild creature. Um, and uh, they they don't seem aggressive and rabid like they were a second ago. They just seem more like wild animals, confused and starting to get quite scared. Uh so that's what happens with that wolf one is is the one you uh tripped so it's sort of trying to struggle against the whip and get out of it so it can't do anything and then you know gilbean on the other map uh yeah Mm -hmm. the wolf in front of you is starting to like cower a little bit instead of uh baring teeth uh what would you like to uh so it's starting to back away I might just uh, because I'm not great on the attack. Oh, he's actually he's actually going to disengage. Yeah, he's he's running away because um, yeah, I'm just going to pick up my crossbow okay. and and start rearming it just in case. But okay, cool. So that's uh, that. So then we go to uh, Giles. It's your turn. The wolf is you know sort of you know pulling at your whip trying to you know it's whimpering it's trying to break free um what would you like to do i like do a little wrist snap to uh undo nice, <laughs> nice. and his bra pops off no 
<laughs> okay, so you're going to sort of like untangle its legs with a shake of the wrist. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So when you do that, it starts to pull away. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so it can get off the map. Uh, so that wolf runs away. Uh, and then we're up to uh, Ulrich. Um, you've got these two downed creatures, you know, bleeding, mm -hmm. injured. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, I've never seen anything like the Red Wolf before, right? No, nobody's seen anything like that. I will attempt to finish it off. All right. So I'm not even going to make you roll. Uh, just give me, I'm not even going to make you roll damage. You just, I assume you just like put your rapier right through its head. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it doesn't, it sort of starts to twitch. Like it doesn't make a noise when you do it because it's sort of out of it. But uh, yeah, it, you know, starts to death spasm and uh, you start to see the emberish glow from its skin and fur dissipate until it turns to charcoal. Uh, and then you know, I cut it moving. open to see if any gold pieces drop out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's roll on the equipment table. Uh, you find leather armor plus one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, A 30 no foot gold. Pole, awesome. <laughs> What's that? A 30 foot pole. How did awesome. that get in there? <laughs> the one in a million oh, shot, been, Doc. Been a naughty boy. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, he, he steps over to Felix and kind of pats him on the shoulder and says, You, you probably want to go clean yourself. <laughs> and and Doc, how does uh how does Felix respond to that? Uh, Sage advice. He just kind of um he's gonna take his hand and kind of rub it on the inside of his thigh and clap um Rex's character <laughs> on the shoulder and give okay. him a give him a hearty kind of rub. <laughs> All right. He's like, uh, you know, I may have peed myself, my friend, but at least I didn't run away. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I just I just uh I just looked down at the dead uh you know dire wolf or whatever this thing was and kind of shrug and start cleaning my blades. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So, yeah. So what do you guys, uh, so the last wolf is still there. Do you, it's not, it's still breathing, but it's not moving. Um, I don't think Felix would do anything. I mean, yeah. Do you just like the it? one, the one regular wolf kind of had run away on its own. So, you know, maybe we would just drag it into the woods or something, and I'm I not going to. I Felix wouldn't kill it. I don't think. Okay. Ulrich goes and kills it. Kills it. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, all right. And really quickly, I'll show you if we hadn't done double feet cam, I'll show you what the other option could have been. Uh, if we ever want to do it in. Oh, has it got like dynamic lighting? Yeah, I don't know oh, if it's moving for you. It is, yeah. Yeah, so that's that was the same Ooh. map. That's just uh, that was pretty fancy. Anyway, um, so what do you guys do? Um, so let's let's ask Gilbean first because he's by himself. You, the wolf ran away. You've got the cart. 
um, the road seems clear. It's uh, you know late dusk. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you what would you like to do? How much farther do I have to go? If you were to make it, you'd have to basically travel most of the night. You'll get there a little bit before dawn. I think I, I mean, I'm not going to stop, right? What am I going to do? I'm in the woods. I'm kind of by myself. I would keep going. Okay. And, you know, I'm going. assuming this woman is fairly sick. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have is. a little bit of urgency. I mean, you know, role playing wise, I'm sure Gilbean is a little shaky. Um, you know, the wolves and all and being by himself. I mean, it was kind of like, I don't think there's any way Gilbean could have defeated this wolf on his own. Um, it just, yeah, it wasn't looking good. So he okay. feels like he dodged a bullet. So he's going to be a cool. little jumpy. Vern cool. and okay. uh, Stand By Me jumpy. <laughs> All right. He's he's got it. All Jumping right. So, you, yeah. so you're uh, going to break in for... Fantasy Grounds went dark for me. Oh, really? That's the, the map is in front it's... of your window. If you'd like, drag it. Drag it oh, down. Wow. Eventually okay, you'll huge. see the title All right, I'm going to close the, the title map. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, okay, so you're going to beeline for uh, St. Mortimer. Um, yep. So Felix, Ulrich, and Blair, uh, Blair and Giles, what are you guys going to do? You're in the, the clearing. Your mission there was to get Belladonna, uh, Nightshade, um, with the idea that you're going to try and make a poultice or a draft to help the townspeople that might have been exposed to the uh, St. Um, whatever's fire. St. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, the not uh, bubonic plague. Mm-hmm. The, well, there. The idea is that like, what was was the was the belladonna there? Like, was it like I, I thought like this the this clearing was supposed to be like the patch of. It was, yeah, yeah. You arrived here. You found the the body is from one of the trappers that was you know the the little hamlet hired trappers, mm-hmm. um, recently and. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what's here. Um, All right. Well, I I say you know well, you know let's let's get what we came for and start to collect the uh, the herb. Okay. And Ulrich, uh, anything you'd like to do or say? Anything jumping into your head in this moment? Um. Well, maybe I'm confused. Shouldn't we go check on this? Uh, the the miniature figure that's laying down over by the tree. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not entirely sure who that is. Again, uh, wouldn't we want to go check on this? Yes, uh, so he was the guy that screamed out it was a trap, right? He's right. right. He's, I, I didn't remember who he was. So. He's one of the trappers from the hamlet. Um, okay. You're not sure how he got out here. You're not sure what he's doing. But yeah, he was eviscerated uh, when the witch was standing over him. He's quite dead. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Then he probably has no use for any worldly possessions that he might have on his person. Yeah, he just has some like, like very poverty-stricken clothes. Um, he might have a dagger on him that he uses for his his trapping. Uh, if somebody wanted to grab that, but otherwise, no, he doesn't have much. No debit card. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. <sighs> Does his dagger glow? It does not, unfortunately. Wrong game. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then Ulrich's fine. Continue on with the rest of the group. He still, um, 
now that the like heat of battle is over, if the other characters are paying attention, he still seems kind of disoriented as far as like exactly how they got here and what they were doing before these wolves attacked. But he's not uh, he's not going to ask questions at this point. But they just get the sense okay. that like. Does he really know what we're doing? All right. right. And how about Felix? Is he doing anything in this moment or is just sort of following Giles' lead? Yeah. I mean, I don't see Felix like he's probably, you know, good guy in combat. I don't see him as like, he's not the the thinker, but you know, I don't, (laughs) I don't fully know how Paul was planning to role play him, but yeah, he would, I think he would be following Giles. Poorly would be my guess. (laughs) <laughs> wow somebody's feelings were hurt i haven't been able to fight anybody today and i feel apparently like... yeah it's all repressed <laughs> yeah so fight the guy who's not here so got it nice um cool all right uh so all right so yeah you guys head back to the little hamlet um and uh Gilbeam will just say you're on your way. Um, we're not going to make you do a ton to uh, to sort of navigate that journey. I'll show you a little okay. picture again of the Hamlet that you are coming back to. Um, so, yeah, so you see, you know, the people are waiting. Um, they are anxiously looking to you, and uh, they, you know, have built a, a fire. They've brought out, like, their their iron pots um, asking if that will help in any way um and so what i'd like you to do uh if blair you're taking point on this um if you want to roll your craft poison skill and what i'm going to do is we're going to go the other way what's your healing skill my healing is 79 Okay, so we're going to modify your healing skill with your craft poison skill for a plus three. So in that lower left-hand corner modifier, sorry, a minus three. If you put a minus three in that little box, and then uh, go ahead and roll your uh, healing. Nice. Very nice. Barely. Um, Ooh, that three did the trick. Nice. Okay, so you sort of... You know, like uh, grandma's, you know, famous spaghetti sauce. You're making like a giant pot of uh, of this sort of this uh, this brew. Um, the the town has already started burning uh, the the rye that they had harvested. So you see another one of those fires going off in the, the distance. Um, and uh yeah so that's basically what's happening there so that's going to basically take the evening to sort of boil down and and prepare so if you work through the night you'll be able to get uh this concoction created for the town so that they're sort of in a better place in the morning um so then jumping back so i'll just say is there anything that else you want to do during the night while this is sort of cooking down uh, Ulrich, Felix, or uh, or uh, Giles. I might ask ask around, you know, about if they've seen, you know, like ask about the Hellhound and ask if, okay, you know, they've uh, encountered anything like that. 
So there's a group of trappers, you know, they've been sitting on their off in the distance a little bit on their the campfire. Um, and uh, they don't seem too concerned at the moment. I don't know if they really know what's been going on with their sort of fellow trapper. Um, Cause they're all just sort of, you know, like watching the uh, activity around the town, sort of pointing it out, not laughing cause they know it's serious, but uh, you know, it's, it's in a dark way, a little bit of entertainment while they, you know, sort of warm up in the evening. Um, so, uh, yeah. So otherwise, um, uh, sorry, Blair, uh, what is it you wanted to ask about specifically? Well, I mean, I, I, I assume that we've already sort of told them that, you know, one of that we found one of them. Okay. Got it. That's what I was curious if you had talked. To them. Okay. So you're going to tell them about, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell them, you know, we found, you know, one of your fellow trappers in the woods seemed okay. that he had been killed by a wolf just see if they sort of react at all um yeah so at some point in your conversation just so you know they uh they let you know their names are casper and lewis um and when you tell them that they're horrified they're obviously they're uh, a little devastated um they talk about how their fallen comrade was the best trapper of the three and um to be felled by a wolf uh, is is uh, heartbreaking. It's uh, tragic, um, and uh, it's hard to uh, imagine how the wolf got the better of their comrade. Um, they ask you know, the typical questions like, "Was he in pain?" Um, you know, did you see him before he died or, you know, how did you find him? Stuff like that. I'd say like, well, you know, when we found him, he was, uh, you know, he was bravely wounded with his last breath. He told us that it was a trap and sure enough, there were some wolves that seemed to have been stalking us and three of them, including one really big wolf, uh, sort of came out. And, but we were able to defeat them. So, yeah. So when you mentioned the big wolf, he, um, he sort of acknowledges in a way, he's like, you know, that was the wolf we were brought here to kill. Um, you know, we had been traveling by and this town suddenly said, very bizarrely, some wolves had started harassing them and seemed unreasonably big and so i'm glad you're able to do the town that service that you know we were not able to do yet um and then there then he sort of shakes his head and it's like ah just like him to selflessly you know in his last breath think of others and uh try and warn you um and they take some comfort in that And I'm also going to say, and because uh, we still really don't know much about the f female spirit that we saw. No, you just know it's an elderly woman. She has runes sort of woven into her yeah. dress, and uh, she's looking for her son Alexander, and she does not like you guys. So, and, and I'm also going to say, like, have, and, um, you know, 
I'm going to like sort of play it off, you know, I was like, oh, and you know, like, have you ever seen a woman wandering in the woods and like give like sort of the description, not saying she was spectral, but like just sort mm -hmm. of, right. you know, like I could have sworn that I saw a woman, you know, is there sort of some woman who lives in the woods around here? Um, they think for a minute and, you know, Casper sort of taps you know, uh, Lewis on the arm and gives him a nod. And then Lewis says, you know, we haven't seen anyone, but we, you know, I thought it was singing. Casper thought it was the wind, but the last couple of nights on our hunts, I thought I was hearing something. Um, but I never actually saw a woman, but I thought I heard singing. Okay. Uh, and yeah, that's, yeah. All right. And says, "Oh well, I'm gonna get back to my concoction." Well, all right. And step uh, back to the pot. All right, Ulrich and Felix. Um, anything you're doing during this evening as uh, if the uh, the potion cooks down? Uh, Ulrich is trying to carefully and cautiously trying to coax out of the other members of the Brotherhood. He's trying to reconstruct what's happened over the last few days. Um, okay. As if he has no clear memory. Like he was not really there mm -hmm. um, for those events. So, But he doesn't want to give anything away about you know, why he doesn't seem to remember exactly what right. took place. It's meta role-playing. <laughs> All right. Or is it? <laughs> and uh, Felix, are are you filling him in? Or are you helping him out there? Uh, sure, Felix. You know, Felix would probably. Um, uh, Felix is probably a friendly guy. He'd be like, "Yeah, okay. you've been kind of out of it." So yeah, he would tell him what happened. I'm, I don't nice. think Felix is dumb, right? He's just not. No, he's just charge, and he knows that uh, Giles has, you know, is the medical guy. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he yeah, would, I mean, you know, he he, he might kind of look strangely at um, Ulricht. Ulricht, what's your character's name, Rex? Ulricht. Ul Ulricht. Uh, but he would say, yeah, well, you know, here we did this and we did that. All right. And and maybe right. he would ask, "Are you doing okay, brother?" Um. Yes, I'd. Um, yes, much better now. He'll he'll let that pass. All right. All right. So it sounds like so most of the night is spent, you know, cooking down. You've talked to some of the villagers. Ulrich has been sort of caught up on what happened. Gilbean is making is making his way back to Saint Mortimer, and uh, yeah, if there's if there's something else you'd like to do, that's cool. And if not, we'll sort of have the sun start to rise. Um, I'll let you guys tell me if there's something else you'd want to do before the sun comes up, or if that uh, is the next step. I'm trying to think if there's anything. I don't think. Oh, I wonder. Whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. Maybe I wanted to do this. 
No. Um, no. Okay. Nothing for nothing for Gilbean. Okay. Uh, Ulrich or Giles, anything else you want to do during the night, or should Don nah. approach? No. Okay. Nope. All right. So the, the the concoction has cooked down, and you start uh, prepping it to distribute. Uh, Gilbean, you approach Saint Mortimer, um, and you come to uh, the the main building. And uh, let's see, I'll bring that back up. Prior Saint Mortimer, um, you come to the main building, and you see the door to the main entrance has been smashed in uh, when you come up to it. Um, all right. I'm going to, I'm maybe going to put the cart like behind it, you know, in like in the woods or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to um, get out um, my crossbow Cool. Yeah. I assume at some point you loaded it beforehand. So oh, you yeah. Need to... yeah. Cool. All right. Um, and do I have, let's see, didn't I get some poison or something? I got drunkard's poison. What does that do? Yeah, you might have a poison. Yeah. If you want to apply it to the. Uh, that's to wine. So I'm guessing that would not help. Healing trot. Eh, so that's the only, I don't, I think poisons were pretty expensive. So I'm just going to get out my crossbow, load it, and then I'm going to go stealthy, stealthy. All I right. I think I can actually do. Yeah, I'm pretty. Good. Yeah, why don't you uh, give me a stealth check? Okay. That should pass. Nice. Okay. So you stealth into the uh, main church. Um, you don't hear anything at all, um, but you can see sort of through the church towards the back um, the the private room that uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I can't. If you can't brother Marcus. Yes, the the main room that Brother Marcus uh, sort of retreated to, his main bedroom. You see the door is also kicked open, and in there it looks like it's been trashed. All right, I'll uh, I'll enter. Okay, so what you see in there is like the little table that he used for sort of his dining. Um, all the sh- books have been pulled off the shelf. Uh, the little table uh that he used for dining seems to have been sort of tipped over and like it looks like two place settings like some plates and bowls have sort of fallen across the ground and like the food that was in them is spilled across the floor uh to like spilled tankards of ale um and like the his uh what he was using for a bed sort of like the hay and stuff has been sort of pulled apart mm-hmm. um, and the room has been torn to pieces Okay. Uh, and I don't, I don't detect anyone. No, you don't hear anybody. You don't see anyone. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, if if I don't see any signs of, I don't see any blood or anything. Just the. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm gonna head down to where the spring is. Okay. Uh, solo or with the with the sick woman. Solo. I'm going to leave her hidden for now and just scout okay. it out. Got it. Okay. So you sort of, uh, you know, what, give me one more stealth check for mm-hmm. the new area. Sure. 
That's a good go. roll. Okay, cool. So yeah, so you sort of stealth your way uh, below the church to where the spring is, and uh, <clears throat> you see, you know, in sort of see what looks like a body laying down face down uh between you and the pool on the ground okay and i don't see anyone else no no you don't see anyone else i'm gonna come up to the body and kind of uh it's face down you said yeah um getting closer you can tell like this is how brother marcus was dressed mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna kind of uh with like crossbow in one hand i'm gonna pick up his uh arm and kind of feel his wrist for a pulse Okay. So the arm was sort of outstretched, like it was reaching towards the pool, and there's mm -hmm. no pulse. Okay. Um, I will uh, probably lay my crossbow down and roll him over. Okay. And when you roll him over, you can see uh, his face is incredibly swollen. Uh, his tongue is protruding from his mouth, all mm -hmm. blackened. Uh, mm -hmm. His eyes are sort of multiple burst blood vessels uh, and bulging. Uh, his whole face has like a purple hue to it, and um, does it like what it, it does it like a play like buboes or is it just look? No, you, from uh, what you can tell, it looks like he was poisoned. Okay, and uh, that's where we'll end it. Nice, that's good. Good, good fade to black. Yeah, good uh, one. Right, that's okay, because uh, usually 11.30-ish Eastern is when we... No, that's yeah. perfect. No, oh, yeah, and that was a perfect opportunity. I always want to leave them wanting more. Yep. Cool. Excellent. All right. Yeah, good job. Okay. Yeah, good well, job. Well, thank man. you guys very much. Hopefully uh, yeah. this is still going okay for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, and... Uh, Definitely. Yeah, you're doing a great job. It's a, it's a very interesting uh, setting and scenario. I like it. Yeah. Have you listened that. to the uh, roundtable art? I listened to the first part, so I appreciate the okay. uh, Rookie of the Year mention uh, just being nominated is the honor. So that was, uh, but yeah, <laughs> Who I listened to. You? Did I do it? Oh, no, uh, I did. Somebody, oh, you did. somebody okay. yeah, they were talking about Backdoor, which I think is the real winner, given how much he's done for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He almost doesn't feel guild. like a rookie. Yeah. No, no. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, I've listened to, uh, man, I forget, most of it, but not all the way through yet. Okay. Uh, I know some of the highlights and stuff I've gotten to. I find it hilarious that Rex was given out shade for like us wanting to award somebody, you know, but what about all the other people? I'm like, well, I mean, it's a meritocracy, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so it, my comment for tonight is you have made BRP palatable to me, Art. So that's fantastic work on your part. Um, maybe my issue is I just don't want to run BRP based. Yeah. I yeah. oh, oh, oh. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It so, is when I'll, I actually play it and when I played this, I'm with Art. I mean with Rex. I, I do enjoy it. Sorry, Art. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. So like yeah, like I was saying, and I don't wanna, you know, if anybody wants to jump off, I don't want to keep you. Um I didn't know anything about BRP, but I you know, I read, you know, this is based on RuneQuest, um, or Rune mm -hmm. whatever, which is all the same. But I was like, yeah. oh, you know, like, okay, so you know, basic skill checks, D100, whatever, that's fine. But I was like, there's things about the combat which I didn't get entirely right. But I like the idea of like melee range, having those, um, like in Spyhander, those actions you can do like on special occasions if you fail and he succeeds. Right. That is kind of cool. That is a cool mechanic. I agree. Yeah, there's like a lot of little touches, and um, yeah, and for me, this like. 
for me, like I was looking for, there's a computer game a long time ago called Darklands. I was like, I want to run Darklands, the RPG. Mm. And this had a lot of that. And I was like, oh, there's a, you know, a lot of little things you can weave together. And uh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, the BRP part, I just like, yeah, it's, you know, it's good enough. Um, yeah. My biggest problem, I think, well, I have two problems with BRP. It's the, the D100 always feels like it's just an emotional reaction to it. And then mm-hmm. the advancement. But, you know, honestly, I can't give this crap. I mean, it's, it's like if I give this crap, then the advancement in GURPS is the same way. Just the advancement feels weird. <laughs> um, and so that's that's my complaint. Although yeah. I, I don't know, GURPS feels I like I like points that you get to spend. Like I can spend hours thinking about how I want to spend like three GURPS points. So, whereas here you just kind of, I mean, you can, it, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like the mechanics are cool. I like the mechanics and the 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 setting I like a lot. So, yeah, oh, no, I think God. the the and I get why it was interesting because I get why Duck um, is harping at me about you know not pushing Zweihander to the front because of the interesting setting to play in um you know my reluctance is just running it system-wise i still suffer from that like i know that i can hand wave stuff and i know that i can but you don't want to yeah i understand yeah if you don't feel the passion for it it's hard to run yeah and i just feel like you know, I have this problem of, well, but they put it there for a reason, right? Like, I just, I just, <laughs> I know, I know, I, I, <laughs> I understand. Know. I, have to, I have to use the system because system matters. I've been told I that. I know. Yeah. Um, somebody, somebody believes that fervently. <laughs> so then, so then I'm, I'm constantly battling myself about, well, you know, if I'm going to run this, I really need to c- crawl in here. And I, I feel like sometimes with this combat stuff, it reads cool. Oh, well, you can mm-hmm. do this, you can do that, you can do the other. Mm-hmm. You know, this is really neat. But then I feel like more often than not, it 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 doesn't play cool. You know, it just kind of becomes sort of an attritiony. You know, I attack and I attack again, and I roll. What did I roll? How much damage did I do? And it's like, well, I don't think our any of our Zweihander comments or this combat today wasn't like that. I didn't feel that way. Okay. I felt like, yeah, I don't. Did you? Well, like, for, well, so for example, like with impaling, like when I looked at the chart, I have all these options, except I used an impaling weapon. I really only have one option. Mm, and yeah. it's, it's very much a double-edged option. Like I'm basically giving my weapon up to give the uh, Hey, guys, I'm going to talk uh, out. Uh, all right. See you, Blair. Thanks, man. Blair, yeah, nice Blair. Blair. Thank you again. Yep. Um, so... Like there's this long laundry list of options. Most of them weren't really available yeah. to me. So yeah, you know, is yeah. that is that false choice at that point in time? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. So I don't know. I, I don't, but just the action selection, I felt was like. I mean, I felt like I had some interesting choices. I mean, I had two characters to run too. But for example, yeah. like if we hadn't killed the Hellhound, I was going to uh, strategize and have. Hmm. Um, Gilbean just not take because I had two combat actions. I was going to save them both, right? Because I figured I was better at evade, and um, if if the wolf missed, and then I could counterattack, I might have a better shot. Um, right. So that was my, you know, there were to me there were some interesting decisions, and uh, especially with Gilbean on his own, like I did not feel I did not feel comfortable, like you know I felt like he was, yeah. 
I mean, I knew when I made him, he was not good at combat. But holy shit, yeah, he's really bad. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have gone off on my own, but oh well. Hey, what can you do? You know, bad decisions. <laughs> Mistakes were made. It's like a theme. Exactly. Yeah, the main thing I, I thought tonight was I just wanted, I wanted to see how all these little pieces kind of worked. Um, because again, like, you know, I, I, the problem with me with D&D is just like, hey, attack D20. Does it beat the armor class? It does. You're done. Okay. Like, it gets very tedious. And here I was hoping oh, like, yeah. it would do a little bit more, but without taking forever. Like, I was really nervous. I, I expected tonight to be a lot of combat, but I was like, man, like, if this is one of those, like, the whole session happens and we're still not done, I'm just going to say, screw it. Um, I don't think anybody wants to be doing this for three sessions. Um, right. But I was glad it got done and still left a little bit of time to move something forward. Um, so that was, yeah. That and was I think maybe this, the the um, middle ground on this is save the elaborate combat for like your big, you know, capable NPC, you know, quick quote boss fight type combat. And the rest right. of the time just really streamlined it into a few roles and, you know, okay. Because really, you know, my sense, I, I mean, I don't know, but my sense is you weren't really, you, you were probably assuming that we were going to win this encounter with the wolves. It was mostly to, to teach us something about the world um, and potentially, you know, cause some resource loss um, for us, you know, and if that's the, if that's the goal of an encounter, then we don't really need to spend 45 minutes uh, memorializing the minutiae of every role and, and hmm, right. so, um, uh, I mean, I just, I, I've never played in a game where, you know, like a Pathfinder type game or a D and D three point five game, where, you know, in a three hour session, you spent two hours in the combat encounter for this the session. I don't know. Some of our DCC combats have taken that long, but that's because there's fucking twelve of you. That's I, I, you know, and don't take this the wrong way. I mean, my probably my biggest um, drawback to DC right now is the fact that we all have so many characters. I know. Um, no, you're the worst defender. I, I I am. I've yeah. been trying to let them die. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we can we can make this happen. Maybe we have we should have a conversation because uh, you know I don't want it to dry. I, I actually feel like we do we get through it okay, but mm-hmm. um, you know I scale up the combats to make it more of a challenge because there's more of you and you're slightly above the level. But anyway, I don't want to degrade this into a DCC session, but uh, I'm more than willing to have a talk about like you know maybe uh, you know you you some of your characters, you know, maybe they don't die, but they go away for a while, right? They right. see their cousins or something. Right. Yeah. I, I think it creates two issues that I'm not even sure people have processed this. I mean, just one, it just, there's that many more characters to move and do things with. So you as a GM have to kind of throw more stuff. Right. So there's things to do. But then for me, the real challenge is I have these three different characters that I'm tr- I'm trying to give life to. Mm-hmm. And have the and so it just becomes kind of a well. Here's a little dollop of energy for this character, and here's a little dollop of energy for that. You character. seem to do fine like, with it, by the way. I haven't mm-hmm. noticed that any of them are. Yeah, I know, but it just I don't know. There are times when I feel like um, 
it would be easier if I just had one character to focus on. I could really like you know, have them develop a personality and have them develop you know rapport with other characters. I could, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, maybe we talk about that on the rocket. Sure. Like we could, we, I mean, I can adjust it's, you know, I do all this on the fly. It's pretty easy. Um, right. Like if, if you guys want to say like, you know, you send a party back to the town to, you know, set up, you know, investigate some things or whatever. Um, and then just have a main party, you know, like we've got two halflings. I, I actually read some rules and realized that like they both can't do party luck. Only one of them can. So, right. So. Yeah, I, I confess, like, for me personally, like, I genuinely really like the combat in just about any game, which I know sure. probably makes me a little weird. No. But um, but I will say, like, but I also know that not everybody does. So I've always felt like, at least when I'm running things, well, not when I'm doing D&D, because that's just so disposable. But when I'm <laughs> running something else, like, if I'm going to do the combat, like, I'm going to do it, but I try and make it only happen when, you know, like, tonight it, it was... It was reintroducing the witch. Um, it was there's whether or not it like directly advances the actual story that you're experiencing at this exact moment. It's part of the overall thing going on. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll just you know if I'm gonna do the combat, I'll I'll do it for real, and it'll only happen when it's sort of important, like nudity in uh, 1980s <laughs> movies, when it's important to the story. Um, <laughs> You know, so, but I confess that, like, if I'm going to put it in the game, you know, even if it's only once or twice in an adventure, like, for my mind, I tend to be like, yeah, I'm going to do it because that's what I gravitate towards. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're um, war gamers too, right? So the mechanics of combat are interesting. Right. I even think, I mean, we're, I mean, in several 5e games, I'm not running one, but, uh, and as a player, there are interesting options in D&D combat, even, especially <laughs> like, uh, you level up. Especially, yeah, like a Pete's campaign where we started at level nine, right? I mean, I mean, we're a little overpowered in that, but you know, I mean, shit happens, and you got you got resources there. You're going to spend. You know, I've got this right. wizard who's ninth level, right? So uh, I can do a lot of really really bad shit, but then you know, I can yeah. burn myself out too, right? So right, right. So. But I do agree. Like as a war gamer, like that was. Because I, I cut my teeth as a kid on Twilight 2000, mm -hmm. and um, we always would go like, yeah, 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 Russians are over the hill, boom, whip out graph paper, okay, you're going to play some mortar, you're going to drop, you know, an M19 yeah, yeah, yeah. grenade launcher, you know, and that's, you know, how I grew up, quote-unquote, role-playing, so that tends to be right. what I fall back to, yep. which is why I'm curious, yep. like, what I've enjoyed about Forbidden Forbidden Lands, and I think I probably talked about, like, I, I think the, the setting is really cool, but I've been really enjoying the mechanics like tracking oh, ammo we've talked about that the in the crawl. maybe you haven't gotten to that part but yeah uh, both oh, Rex I, and i, I yes. like it because yes uh, and it and it ties set himself up for a system matters but it does um <laughs> the, so the, I'm world, the characters you guys have are great and i love all that as always as i always do but uh i really I, the mechanics just like it seems like a really nice way to track resources and it doesn't yes. it's crunchy but it doesn't feel like real record keepy um yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm dying to see how that sort of modern smooth take on things in Twilight 2000. Yeah, me too. Marries with oh, yeah. the tactical yeah. stuff I remember as a kid. Um, yeah. Really looking yeah. forward to that. It's going to yeah. be, I'm, I, well, 
Yeah. Um, they, they do manage to put, like, they did Alien really well in that same kind of system, mm -hmm. too, right? With the stress dice, uh, yeah. kind of tweaking those a little bit. So, um, but, you know, I mean, Alien has the modern weapons. You know, fundamentally, I don't know that it's going to have all the nitty gritty weapon stuff that you might want, uh, that at least C-Rack would want. But, um, right, but, right. but that's, I mean, that is what, if you, if you want to, like, calculate... Uh, you know, ballistic trajectories and penetration factors. That's what GURPS is for. But just because the people like, because GURPS can do that. It doesn't have to, but it can. Because, right, you know, right. they, they've got like a fucking uh, particle physicist writing the GURPS books. <laughs> yeah. I, I was. I'm, uh, I'm not oh, kidding. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that may be why they're a little dry. <laughs> yeah, I think the new G2000 is going to focus more on the, I, I don't think it's going to be as hardware driven. Um, right, right. It's going to be more resourcey, like Forbidden Lands is in my, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. and, and I think it's going to be more focused on, you're like a handful of dudes cut off in a strange land with a really, really challenging task of like, how the hell do we get back to any place we might recognize as home? Um, because I get it. I mean, I had all the T two thousand stuff. Um, didn't really play very much, but it was absolutely about. There's a role playing game where you could <laughs> drive around in a Humvee and shoot a fifty cal. F yeah. Um, it was all about playing with the toys. Um, yeah. And I I just don't see this game. And I even saw that in the Kickstarter they made some mention about, you know, how they were dialing the dice pool back to just a couple dice um, mm -hmm. to make it make it I guess less swingy and therefore more realistic so it's gonna be interesting but I still have high hopes for it so right because there's that and the other thing that gave me some hope for my you know return to my youth is the um, <laughs> the tactical maps are all hex based right um, mm. so I'm curious what that does that actually mean anything or is it just does it mean anything? Oh, I mean, because in all the other Forbidden Lands games, there are no, you know, I guess you could have a map, but there's no movement right. like that. No, it's sort of by like zones, right? Zones, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So well, curious. you know, GURPS uses hexes. Just going to put that <laughs> That's right. there. Um, that is true. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be curious. I do. I like GURPS. I mean, yeah, I mean, I have two sh full shelves of GURPS stuff, so obviously I'm a little biased. But I will say like I've it. loved C-Rax, yeah. 2000 GURPS. I've really enjoyed listening to Dave's Middle Earth GURPS, mm -hmm. um, and I really enjoyed listening to your travel Traveler West. Um, yeah. And when I was listening well, to and your that travel one, was really a like I was I was learning the rules as we went through that one, so that one's rough from a GURPS perspective, if not from other perspectives also, but. Oh, I, I couldn't, I didn't notice, but it seemed like, as I was, I was like, this is really fascinating. And that's why I was like, look, I want to run transhuman space someday. And I started going through it and I was just like, oh, it's an, yeah, no, it's I, very I, hard. To do it that. was intimidating. I, I, so when I was yeah. listening to your thing, I was like, oh God, you gotta I feel have, like you I gotta have real, real testicles to run GURPS. I understand yeah. that stuff. And I'm going to say this on a recording. I do not, not yet. <laughs> I know, you know, yeah. <laughs> everybody knows I don't, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, Anyway, 
I mean, you can ask C. I mean, C. Rack being. I mean, he's a little bit like over over prep guy, and I, he definitely. You could. I. I mean, there were times like I think he was sweating bullets trying to get ready for Twilight Two Thousand, and he did right. a great job like learning oh, yeah. the stuff he needed to learn. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It, it is not. Yeah, it is not an easy system to run. I, I totally agree. And he's got. I perceive he's got the very old school view that well the gm needs to know everything right you know i mean they, they take the right. players through the adventure and they have to have the stats for everything and they have to know how every encounter is going to work and i'm like yeah and i told him i got your back man but it, i he yeah he, he still thinks he's he's got to have it all covered so i confess that's how i approach it yeah i feel like you guys shouldn't have to know you should be able to just say like how well, you're do doing that and... with deus fault and you, you're probably right. correct in that because none of the other yeah so you do you are correct in that but the, the thing with c-rack is like i told him i'm like dude i'm in your game i will help you right and you know <laughs> like, it well you and you i and i down. know it fairly well by now and i like just like like when and this is why like you know when dave's in my game it's great because i'm like oh fuck, i don't remember that or when i'm in his game i'm like he'll be like right. doing some gm stuff and i'm like i'll find that for you dave i'll, I'll go through the rule books you go on right right, right. which in this will be my final thought because i probably should get a little bit of sleep mm -hmm. um uh it, I certainly get that if anybody's going to know the rules, the GM needs to know the rules, at least, mm -hmm. you know, you know uh, but I think he goes to the next step where the GM has to be the rules master and the story master. Right. And that's where mm -hmm. I, I, that's old break. school. Yeah. And you I'm know. totally against that. Yeah. I, you, you guys, and when I'm running the game, you, your obligation is to make this story interesting Mm -hmm. So you got to do stuff. You got to say stuff. You got to make right. decisions. I'm going to put you on the it. spot. Yep. Put you on the spot. And then you make a story here. I'm not making a story for you because. Oh, we're, you're all making a story together. You, right. There is the GM is throwing a little bit of like, okay, yeah, this thing you weren't expecting happens, but you don't like, if it's just some random shit that the players pulled out of their ass, like, yeah, mm. like tell me what happens and I'll work my surprise into it somehow later. Right. Yeah. You know, going so going back to the Cabal, you know, um, Rex, you were talking about uh, Modiphius's Star Trek. Uh, Modiphius, the 2D20. D, 2D20, yeah. Yeah, yep. and I, you know, when you're talking about, you know, playing with uh, your friend who's running it, mm -hmm. it, it I was surprised, you know, it, when you said like, yeah, there are things that, you know, he probably wasn't thinking you should be able to do. And he's like, no. And I feel like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, whatever you guys want to do i should say yes and then like like duck was just saying then react to it with my surprise but it's not my place to say no your character can't actually do that um unless it's like can i fly and you're like well no obviously oh yeah cause... yeah i mean you right. get it but you otherwise and yes everything right but otherwise i feel like you know my job is to let you do whatever dumb shit you want to do and For then sure. let that happen and let and... the world react but i mean rex is going a f step further which i do too which is it's not just like the player describing what they do you're you do you give the player agency to describe how the world reacts at all and right. and, and the old yeah, school gm yeah. says no like i tell you exactly right. you just tell me what your character does and then i tell you everything else and yeah and, i can see and, that yeah the PBTA style would be like, no, we're building a story together. And like, you know, we go, you know, if you, 
pick up one of our PBTA sessions or like SCUP was one. Like, yeah, the play there's there's agency on the players. Like it's not just the, the GM has factions and people moving in the background, but like all of a sudden this player like knows this other person because you know it seemed like interesting. And then you just have to connect those things. It's it feels like it'd be very stressful, but it's actually pretty fun. And you, oh, you nice. definitely have to trust your players. Uh, right. But it can right. work. But you can do it even in a system like GURPS. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, not, yeah. Yeah. You could, you could sort of, if you, that's like the philosophy, not maybe not so much the system. Right. It's easier in PBTA. And GURPS is a little yeah, harder. But, but yeah, because right. GURPS is, you know, but, you know, like, uh, you know, the, you know, they know, you know, I know a guy in the spaceport that we've just come to. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, what's his name? And, you know, what does he do? Right. And how do you know him? So, it, the difference is a PBTA game will specifically you know, flag for the players. This mm. is what you should be doing because it, it, when you're looking at your character sheet and you're seeing your moves, like these are the things that your player can do that counts in this world. So it tells you what kind of story we're trying to make. Whereas GURP says anything you want to do, we right. have this um kind of reality based model that you know and and we have all these rules for different you know subsets or subgenres or how you want to do it but there's still just kind of this um it's it's all these are all the tools you have but GURPS doesn't really tell you anything and i understand there's source books but GURPS doesn't really tell you anything about well how might you want to use these tools? It's like, a system, not a game. Right. Yep. Sure. Yeah. It's a it's a framework, and you can build all kinds of things in it, but it also means there's a lot more work for the GM. And I and think the players now, if you involve them. But yeah. We can say this special edition of Roundtable <laughs> After round Dark <laughs> is, is coming to yeah. an end. Very nice. I, uh, I still didn't get to fight anybody, but... I feel like I got uh, a lot of I fought some wolves. You fought Paul by proxy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't really had a chance to argue with anybody today, and today is certainly a day that... Yeah, everybody needs a little venting, for sure. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, you know, with all of this recently, we know not only that GURPS is a system, not a game, we know what flavor that system is. (laughs) 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 Careful, 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 motherfucker. (laughs) All right, boys. I think right. I'm right. the last word. So okay, sure. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. Good night. Have a good night, guys. Thank you I'll again. I'll send you the Alistair link. Yep. Perfect. Nice. Thank you. All right. Take Bye. care, guys. Let's do triple. Is... Okay, cool. How does that work? I just add Craig also. Oh. Oh, Alistair. Uh, and, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. You've been you're behind the times. Um. Well, Craig might know. I didn't type it right. Um, Alistair is a. Um, so we the guy who made Craig. Uh, figured out that like for some reason when too many people are using the same name bot Discord gets all janky. So oh, he made Alistair, but you have to be a Patreon backer of him to be able to use Alistair. So it's it's special. So and you know it knows because like I've linked my Discord account to my Patreon account. So 
Got it. Is that a... It feels like something we should all be contributing to. No, I'm good. Okay. I mean, you can go... It's four bucks a month. I can go do it. Handle it. Oh, that's not much. Okay. You can go do it, too. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... I would, So they have their own little Discord channel, which anyone can join, by the way, for Craig. Um, you know, but you got to be motivated. But somebody was saying like, oh, Alistair, you should give him some fancy ass British accent and like done. <laughs> so uh, it's classy. Nice. Classy as fuck. So when you guys say you guys are about to duck, this would I guess be for you and you're dreaming. Say you knew you might have some combat coming and somebody is a tender flower and at the last minute um, just can't nut up <laughs> like a man. Um, leaving him all alone. You, leaving one character all alone with two essential NPCs. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's what I was wondering. Like, do, do, do we just pull him off the table or, or in oftentimes do you let somebody say, okay, he's going to swing his sword or what do you usually do? In, so it just depends on the situation, right? I'll, I'll, in White Rock, sometimes I'll have the other characters tell me. Sometimes I'll run the character. Sometimes I have them like just kind of sit by the side. It depends on how it seems like the combat's going or how essential that character. Like if you know, like if a certain uh, uh, Frenchy uh, wasn't making it tonight, like he's one of our main combat characters. So like if we were to go into combat without him, we might be in trouble. Right? Yeah. So, Okay, we'll keep them on the table somehow and just... Uh, yeah, you just kind of wing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not going to get killed or anything. What I mean, if he? there's like... Yeah, would... <laughs> right. His wounds have to be embarrassing. Right? Yeah, that's, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, <clears throat> you know, honestly, but I've told, like, my White Rock players, like, so I have six players, and one of them has three characters, who is mm. uh, also one of the people who's not here yet. Uh, and that person like occasionally will like <laughs> miss sessions. But my policy is like, you know, shit happens. And like, I killed one of his characters, of course. Uh, nice. Carl's character actually brought them back to life before they Boo. died for good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, and, but he accepts that, right? So uh, right. in this case, you know, he is a tender flower. So, you know, maybe you don't want to kill him, but. And he's only yeah, got one character. Yeah. Like I was just killing one out of three characters and no right. one else has three. Like everybody else, most other people have two and one guy has one. So. Mm. So it's a little, little top heavy there. It's just a bit six, six players and 13 and 12 characters. Yeah. It's all right. They're, they're like a fucking mob. It's, we, we, it's we like we a somehow daycare. make it work. I don't know how, but we make it work. <laughs> nice. I mean, the nice thing is like, and they're, and they're, you know, I've given them way too many XP, so they're like overpowered. But honestly, I found that they, you know, the the myth that players want challenging combat is, is a myth. Right. Players want to win. And yeah. we want to tell yeah. cool stories. And, you know, occasionally random shit happens and people get real hurt and that's fine. But the players don't want to lose. No. You, you, you don't want, you don't want challenging combat. You want a good story and you want to win. So that's my GM yeah, advice like to you. And I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, it's probably like they want the illusion of, of yes. challenge. Maybe, maybe not even that. I don't even know that that's no. necessary. Just like good stories. Like, and you know, there are, there are RPGs where it's explicit. Like we're just kicking ass and taking names. And you know, right. if your players like that can be what your players want. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I personally think I'm okay with any kind of style of story. Um, I've killed a couple of characters, only one TPK, two TPKs. I guess Anthony will call it was a one shot. So, you know, a one shot TPK. Oh, what what does that, does that matter? It wasn't even a funnel. Right. Like we weren't even going to use the characters later, but um, I remember that that was that little, uh, yeah. Dungeon world in, uh, <laughs> in the um, trilemma stuff. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, trilemma. Um, that was like, try something like not trilemma. trilemma yeah. That's the, yeah, which is a great book, but um, and we didn't. I mean, we just kind of. I think that was uh, Anthony and Kyle. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, like, but in Oddity High, I like I talked with them beforehand, and just for the story's sake, like we were talking about doing a finale. I'm like, you know, what would make this season? And we made it a season finale, thinking that, you know, in you know six months or something, we might start a season two. I'm like, you know, right. what would make the season finale great is character death and. So I actually brought it up with them beforehand, but that's a PBTA, like very player involved, but, um, right. you know, but sometimes player death uh, can make for a great story and it's anime too. So like, I'm like, I totally see like your twin, the twin of your character or like some clone coming back the next <laughs> year or you coming back to life in some crazy ass fashion. Cause it's fucking anime and I'm fine with that. But you know, the right. anguish of a character death just seems so season finale to me. I was like, Oh, <laughs> and uh has it happened yet did you make that happen it did it coming up uh, it's it's jason has it i think it's in the queue nice for publishing yeah very nice and we did 12 12 episodes it's like too oh wow perfect. like one anime season i really think that that could actually be an anime like they oh, could yeah? make it into an anime and i would watch it it's, it's not me my... it has nothing it has very little to do with me it's all my fucking players because all the best was say, part was them like interacting with each other and the crazy ass characters they made. Yeah, you were talking about that on the uh, round table. Cabal, where yeah. you just like yeah, the cabal, you just sort of hang back. Yeah. Um, well Jesse's character's name is Maru Kobayashi. Which in <laughs> Japan would say Kobayashi Maru, of course. Right. <laughs> now can Hollywood Mike or Mr. Big Deal, can somebody make this happen? Someone <laughs> yeah, we we really should make that happen somehow. I feel like we I don't, have I don't know that here. they have the anime context though. Mm. Yeah, we need to we need to work that angle somehow. Who's the skeeviest motherfucker in the guild? He's got the connections. <laughs> I'm the skeeviest, but <laughs> I, was I don't say. have any connections. <laughs> mm. That's but I mean, Jason's Jason's character was a like the classic like support like the like the in the system you take two different playbooks. One is okay. like supernatural, and one is like normal. So he picked, and they've gotten rid of this his supernatural playbook, which is like the psychopath, and then mm. his normal playbook was like the supporter, which is the character in anime that's like making lunches for everyone, and so he is like uh, this cute girl psychopath supporter. So, you know, it's just, oh, it's just too good. And then Gersh's character is a cat. Uh, and just like, he fucking nails the just like, uh, you know, crazy ass comments, snarky humor. It's just so anime. It is so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just Gersh still the... around? I haven't seen. He comes, I can get him into my RPGs. Now, in order to get him to show up, I have to like text him the day before, to text him the morning of, and then like an hour before. But then he does show up. So, usually. But he, yeah, he's good. in my DCC. Still hanging in there. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. 
I think he's having, yeah, he's, he's not having a great time. So I worry about him. Try and keep him engaged. Yeah. Hopefully it's all good in the end. I, I, I try not to, I, I don't know too many personal things about basically anybody. And so, you know, when somebody brings something up, I, I'm like, like, I'm sure like you'd, is like, he's not telling me, he's telling the other people in the room. Um, so I'm always like, oh man, sorry to hear that, but I, I never quite know the full story. Well, yeah, and yeah, I mean, a part of it comes from like I feel like once you've been to a con, right, and I've met you, and right, and actually at the first AEC con, Gersh and I shared a ride, so he was like, I mean, I I met Gildies at uh, when we went to Consum World, 2014 or 15, um, but at oh, the first right. actual AAC con, we shared an Uber from the airport. And then we did it. We'd done it a couple of times. Like, for whatever reason, we fly in at the same time. So <laughs> I feel um, like we have some sort of connection. Did Jason post something from that first con sim world? Like, did he put a video up or something? I did. Like, I posted. Or did you do it? I have an old, like, I posted from my YouTube account of a, um, because people were watching it recently because I, I hadn't done a video of the first console world. I can find that YouTube link if you want. Um, I, well, I might have did post stuff like from console world, like way back when I'm not sure if it was like when AAC was a thing. I don't or... think, he, I don't think he did it when we did AAC con. There may be some videos of that first console world. Are you talking about AAC con? Or... No, no, I'm talking about console world. I mean, like, cause I knew that like way back when he would post, Right. stuff like from consum world so that's what i'm saying or, yeah know, well he was doing youtube a lot well long ago oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but i don't know if there's any videos from the consum world that i went to i'm pretty sure it's 2015 okay. but maybe there was i don't know there was because yeah, we had the gunslinger game with uh callendale somebody might have videoed oh. some of that i don't remember yeah it was like me jason Calendale. Was that the can't feel can't feel my face? No, that was the same convention. Yes, but not the gunslinger <laughs> game. That was we were off in a side room, and I was playing um, Battle for Stalingrad, the card game where you yell nine right. when you like Trump <laughs> uh, with the German card, and uh, and then they were playing Cosmic Encounter, and we scared all the other people in that little side room away, and I got. I, I think I drank at least half a bottle of Buffalo Trace on my own. And that's when I, I was on the floor and I couldn't feel my face. Yeah, yeah. I just remember Ralph's uh, recollection of it. I can feel your face. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I forgot to give you shit on your, um, your latest YouTube post. I was going to be like, you know, you made us wait three years for this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was just, and I just posted that for the vinyl channel on Rocket, not for anybody else. But yeah, you're following me, whatever. <laughs> I, I will say that. my subscriptions, and I haven't even like, uh, I haven't even opened YouTube to my subscriptions in like forever because I used to oh, like you got some sort of email notice. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. No, how no, no, like it on, on the app on my subscriptions, no. and like so it was just there, and I'm like, the fuck, like actually, <laughs> what did you post? <laughs> like, that's oh, Gardens of the Galaxy, dude. It's like it's the quickest thing I can do to upload a video. It's whatever is easiest for me. If you want to subscribe to me, it's not my fault. <laughs> you, get what you, you get what you pay for. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. <clears throat> you knew it when you did it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
I think I subscribed at some point too, because all of a sudden that popped up and it was. I was like, oh yeah, look at that. It's a record player. <laughs> it's a turntable, bitch. <laughs> turntable. Yeah, it's exactly. a, well, it's all fucking yeah, like backdoor and backdoor. I was about to say. Yeah. And uh, Matt Allen. Oh, Jesus. Like and and B mode. They the setups they have are crazy. But so I. B mode. I left into an. God. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, he he, the, he, he, he posted a too. picture of his setup one time, and I mean, it's just mm-hmm. I can't even begin yeah, to thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got like well, and Matt Allen's is probably even more. Like, I mean, Matt Allen's got the fucking uh, like vacuum tube amps and all kinds of crazy ass shit. So. Oh wow! All that stuff that's on Mass Drop, and even at the cheap prices, seems like wow, that's still a lot of money. Yeah, well, it's not. That's the thing. It's drop now. It's not mass drop anymore. Okay, because I was gonna say vinyl is an expensive guild bump. Yeah, um, no shit. I've I've been okay so far. I mean, I bought the like just an integrated t- turntable and speakers, which got recommended by actual like you know as a good starter kit. But it's not like one of those little vinyl flip open covers that you get from Target. So it's like one step hmm. above that. Um, and it's been pretty nice. Uh, and I haven't spent a lot of money on records and I'm, I'm feeling like I've got it under control. <laughs> he left. <laughs> that was recorded, right? Yeah, that was, <laughs> that'll, okay. that, that, that will come back to haunt me. It's going to be a ringtone. I've got it. I under mean, control. I, I, I ventured into the COVID wasteland of downtown Portland, the COVID and, <laughs> um, protest wasteland of downtown Portland to go to some record stores. <laughs> Are they open? Like, are they sort of oh, sure. doing yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, they've like 10 people max in the store, that kind of thing. And okay. I was only in there for like 10 minutes or so, so. And did you make like a TikTok video of you saying that you, for religious reasons, can't wear a mask indoors? No. I'm just getting all belligerent? <laughs> no, but I should. No. <laughs> no, but no, I was in there and like, you know, I mean, I get pissed. Like my boss today, he's at work and they just changed. Like it used to be like at your cube, you didn't have to wear your mask. Um, okay. But, you know, he's turning on his camera and he's got his fucking mask on. But they changed that. Now you have to wear your mask even in your cube. I'm like, you're just making it even easier for me to say I do not ever want to fucking come back to work. But <laughs> um, but he's sitting there and like and I totally get it. I'm like, you got your mask on all day. It's a pain in the ass. But he had it below his nose. I'm like, I am so triggered right now. It's like there was a guy <laughs> in the record store with his mask below his nose. I want to scream at them. You might as well just fucking take it off. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. Well, whatever. I understand it perfectly. It's a way to like, look like you're wearing a mask, but not actually wear a mask. I mean, I, and honestly, I do it like I, I, I when I jog, I'll put a mask on, on my chin and like, mm-hmm. I'll stay away from people. But if there's a point where I can't get away from people, I'll pull it up because I wear right. glasses. And when I have my mask mm-hmm. on, like I can't see. Right. So. But and so I just limit that to the like times when I can't get far enough away from people and then I'll pull it back down just so I can see and breathe again. But, yeah, yeah, that I that I get. Um, but yeah, but the walking around like, yeah, they're just they just don't care. Like they're like, oh, I have to wear a mask. And they just they don't understand like what its purpose is or buy into that. They're just right. doing it to comply. And that's why we're all going to die. Yeah. Seems that way. But that's all right. I, guess. I don't know. I'm hoping, you know, I hope all the anti-vaxxers are, you know, essential workers. And, you know, my turn is going to come up pretty soon. Are you? Uh... No, I'm nothing. Oh, okay. 
Okay. I don't what know if you, I'm Blair? in a risk. I meant to ask my doc if my disease makes me in a risk category, but I'm not even going to worry about like because I can isolate so easily. So. Okay. Uh, but I would like to have the vaccine so I can go to Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your issue. I thought your issue was gastrointestinal. It is, but it's it's. Uh, what does that have to do with? <laughs> It That's why I'm saying it probably doesn't, but it's autoimmune, okay. right? So it can, yeah. like, it's Crohn's, oh, right? Okay. So Crohn's mm -hmm. starts gastrointestinal, but it can spread to everywhere else. So um, I don't know. That's why I said I don't think it is. And I'm not even going to ask because, you know, I'm not. I certainly don't feel like I should be on any list. I just miss throwing key parties <laughs> to get back to that. <laughs> just neighborhood orgies. Okay. <laughs> Nice. That is recorded too. Just like the seventies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Although I guess I'll send you the link. You could edit that out, I suppose. I could. But uh I try and just throw it up as fast as possible, get it out of, it's good work. Out of the That's good. That's my list. methodology. Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad. Like, you know, I asked back door, I was like, Oh, you know, I was just gonna check out the latest aliens because I don't quite remember. He's like, Oh, I'm really behind, sorry. Um but then I realized like he put some effort in. So I he does. He like takes clips out and he does the scenes from I think he does a recap and yeah. doesn't do what Hollywood. So Hollywood will like splice things together and play it for us at the beginning of the episode as the fucking recap. Um, oh, I'm like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Don't yeah. Understand. Blair, have you ever listened to any of his curses? I don't know if you listen to any of these podcasts. Um, not but his cursing. Since now that I'm not. um commuting i mean right. like my right you know right. my podcast listening has like pretty much gone to like zero i mean i i um i, mean, I listen to like obviously like you know aac and i listened i'm sort of listening to um the iron sworn doc that you did with the pa yeah. mm -hmm. you know like i'm kind of in the middle of that just because like that system you know, like was appeals to you, yeah, yeah, like it was intriguing. Yeah, I mean, no, and and then that I would recommend that system. I I need need to try and solo it too. It's it's it was fun. And Starforged uh, is also like, well, and I, I'm a sucker for space, but anyway. I was about to say I just started. I'm that so one in on that Kickstarter, yeah, when they do it. Yeah, because sci-fi is a little bit more my jam. Have they done the Kickstarter yet, or? No, 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 they're still in beta. Like you can get the beta stuff. Uh, I have it if you're interested. So, but yeah, it's totally in beta right now. But it's mm -hmm. pretty far. I'm like, I mean, they've even got a little bit of art, so it's not bad. Now we, mm -hmm. for our session, we just did like a universe building, but even that was fun. I like universe building stuff. It's probably boring to listen to, but it was fun to do. I don't mind so much because at least I try and get an idea of the mechanics at least. So I never find it too dull regardless of. Well, but session zero, like we didn't even hit. I mean, you get the mechanics for the world building, but we didn't even do the mechanics. Like, but the, I mean, the mechanics of Ironsworn are in the, the other Ironsworn one. It's really a neat, it's a very interesting mechanic. It's, you know, kind of PBTA-ish, but with two D10s. And, you know, you're trying, mm. you're, you're, it's a very interesting mechanic. You're. I can't remember. Like, there's a target number, and you want to roll. Like, if you get one over, it's a partial success. If you get two over, it's a full success. Um, and it has, like, because it's meant to be, you can GM it, but it's meant to be soloable. I think that's what it was designed for. So there's a whole mechanic where, like, you know, it's called Iron Sworn because you, like, swear a vow to do something. And then you create a progress track, and it's kind of this push-your-luck mechanism where you keep, doing things to progress along this project track at some point 
you got to say like, okay, my, my, my vow was I, you know, vowed to rescue the maiden from the dragon, right? I mean, it's a lame vow, but whatever. And so, you know, maybe the first, and you give that a difficulty and that will determine, you know, how many steps it is. And then you're going to roll, you're going to decide at some point, okay, I, I confront the dragon to rescue the maiden. So, but maybe you like do research on the dragon, or maybe you go get a magic sword that, you know, is good against the dragon. So there, you take all these steps and you build up against this project, this progress bar. Um, but there is, and there is a downside to spending too much time on the progress bar, but at some point you got to call it. And then how far you've gotten on this progress bar is part of, is what you're rolling against. So hmm. it's kind of a, like a push your luck mechanism, which is pretty cool. I, I, I like it. Yeah. It sounds pretty cool. The basic iron sworn, the PDF is free too. As I say, fuck, now I'm about to get into two sworn systems because I'm an addict. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you can also, like, in a, in a, if you're a baller, you order the hardbacks from DriveThruRPG. So, hell yeah. That's right. And they're they're nice. The The thing I, the thing that bugs me about Iron Sworn is that they used, like, LARP player art for the art. Like, <laughs> nice. Um, which just, uh, Starforged, it looks like they're going with more traditional RPG art, which is good. Um, okay. But, and the, it's the Iron Sworn art, it's honestly, it's like, it's not as bad as it could have been. Like the LARPers they got, they're like Norse LARPers. I don't know. Or maybe they're real <laughs> models. I don't know. But they're not unattractive. Like, you know, they do a decent job. But it's just, just not, not, I would rather have shitty like 70s I drew in my notebook. Line drawing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly would. Pen and ink. Yeah, pen and ink. That's uh, sort of even, the DCC art, which I can't. Yeah, that's dig. the DCC art. And that's just because of my nostalgia. But um, but it's a, it's not bad. I'm just telling you the one thing when I read the Iron Sworn books, I just cringe a little bit. Like, <laughs> so I totally, okay. it totally, I get the impression like these are like the LARPers that the author is friends with and they took pictures and. That's what I was about what? to ask. Did we recognize anybody? And do we have to go like, oh, God, you're Tom from accounting. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't look at you ever again the same way. I swear an iron vow that your accounts payable will come on Monday. Oh, man. What's what's the onion guy, Hector Cornroser? Herbert, Herbert Cornroser. <laughs> uh, let me accounts see. Payable. Accounts payable, yeah. Um, well, there's a couple of. If we want to bang them out while we're shooting the shit, there's a couple of bullshit things we can do. If you want that, uh, Rex is not a part of. Sure. Um, I guess Tenderfoot would have been, um, but uh, basically, I, it's just I give him shit. Do you want me to text him? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, yeah, give him shit for just the yeah, sake of it. But no, I don't. Yeah. No, if he. I mean, not for you. That's... I mean, I just. I feel like I don't want to give him shit. Basically, we just had some uh, experience points we could spend or decide I what like to do that. with one way or another, because um, we didn't have time at the end of last session. Uh, and Rex wasn't here. I was gonna let. I was like, hey, Rex, if you want to roll it, but then I was like, no, no. I, I think. And I think he would agree that you know, he, he should uh, participate. I don't know. Or I'll, I'll ask him, like, hey, do you want to advance or not? And see what he says. <laughs> and autocorrect. You, Rex. I'm not hearing you, Rex. Is Rex on? Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm just oh, hey. My headset uh, connected. So um, let me go 
tell my wife that I'm uh, embarking <laughs> to a different world <laughs> and that I will join you. So, but I'm listening. Right. Good. Okay. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't even hear the noise of him jumping in the room. I yeah. I never hear any of those Discord noises anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure what I did, but oh well. I don't, I don't know either, honestly. There were. I did a lot of muting at one point, and it's never. Discord's never been the same. Uh, let me see. All right, so we got Gilbean, brother, and I apologize. This is something I've asked already, uh, Blair. Your character's first name is the G hard or is it a J? Is it G or? I think it's a J. I mean, it's yeah, there, that's there's I, actually there is actually a Saint Giles or Saint Giles. Okay, that I took the name from. So is it Jeff okay. or Jeff? Right. A friend of mine in college was named Giles, and he went by the J, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's a. The J sound. Well, so dude, I'm, you I'm get to decide. Just decide right now. Yeah. Giles. Okay. All right. Giles sounds like G U I L E. Right. As in feminine. Oh no, that's Wiles. Our our uh, face down ass up friend is uh, fucked up and drunk watching C-SPAN. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should. I need to capture that. Capture that text. <laughs> I'm telling him. I'm telling RPG can make you feel better. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to put any pressure on your art. Although that's a win-win for me. So, right. <laughs> I, I can hear. Away. I can hear the terror in your voice, and I get. I just got a little excited. <laughs> oh no! Performance anxiety. Yeah, I gotta say, like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be the first time where I actually have to know more than like three rules. <laughs> um, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Or we just PBTA this shit. It'll be fine. It's gonna, yeah, we might. Uh, if it turns into a disaster, we will just PBTA it. It'll be fine. Um, it was interesting because, yeah, part of when I was reading the rules for this, because I didn't know anything about like BRP or anything, um, and I was reading the rules, I was like, oh, this combat could be. Deadly. Deadly or interesting, but and then I was like, I don't know if it's going to be too much of a drag. So I'm kind of curious to see how it goes. And you know, and well, let's that's good to bring up. Like, uh, if you want, like, if we, I feel, do you want us to call out if we feel like, hey, you know, maybe we can zoom ahead yeah. or something? Okay, definitely, yeah, because I don't care that much either way. Okay. I mean, I do I, recall. It seems it. like I made the stupid decision to split the party. It does seem like that dumb thing was something I might have done. You yes, did. You, uh, <laughs> you took off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the interesting thing is, you know, and Rex, I know you were just listening to it um, and I just listened to it as well. Did you discuss that with anyone or did you just sort of bail? Dude, do no, you no. fucking remember? I don't fucking remember. I didn't listen. In my head, like there was no discussion like, OK, you guys do this and I'll go do that. No, it's no, no. Like, yeah, gonna... it doesn't sound like my doesn't sound like one of my characters. <laughs> OK. Um yeah, so I guess the first thing is a quick thing of bookkeeping. And uh, Rex, you're welcome to participate in this if you would like. Um, it's getting some experience points to do some advances. Uh, so, and here's here's my here's my idea, uh, Art. Uh, just mm -hmm. like since I'm on my way and I'm separate from the party, I could run Paul's character for the TPK combat. Um, uh, and okay. then 
and then Gilbean can be the only survivor and everybody else can roll with their characters. <laughs> That's just, you know, I'm just spitballing here. Right. We could, uh, yeah, we could uh, see how that works. Um, uh, I have some stuff for Paul's character because Paul um, was was dropping a little Rex snarkiness at the end of the session. <laughs> oh, no. Which he, which he is not entitled to do. Am I entitled? <laughs> I am entitled. If anyone's you entitled, absolutely I'm entitled. Are entitled. Okay. I just, and, and at least I, I got that going for me. Not, not only will the people who participated in that game always have free reign to do that, anybody who's done serious role playing in the guild and either played in one of my games or played in a game with me, that has that's all fair game. They're in the club. Mm-hmm. Paul getting TPK'd by me. In his one other role. <laughs> right. That doesn't that didn't buy him in, huh? That's not, that not buy him in. Yeah. So how many how many how many RPGs are we hanging in? It's at least two, Scup and Numenera. Uh yeah, I got I definitely got more cred. Yep. <laughs> so uh, uh, actually, uh, 1962, so that's three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, see, you blame Sammer for Numenera, and you blame Brad for Scup. Uh, but those, Tweed. I would say, like, yeah. I but blame like, Swede, Swede, I'll allow. Swede is like, yeah, it would be hard to do 62 without Swede. Numenera and, well, I mean, Jason and I could easily, like, I don't care what the fuck, you know, he does with his little love honey. Jason and I got our own thing going <laughs> we've got time to explore. So I, I am actually very open to if we just want to do Reminel Hamet. Uh, and and well, none of us has the time anymore, so it's fine. That's that's the, that's I, the I challenge at this point. So, but I would be happy to revisit that. I would just hit the fast forward button and get to Hamet's story because I actually have thought about when Hamet. That's right. Did. I haven't done all the background shit everybody else has gotten fun with. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's good. We'll get there one day. Art's like, it's thanks for taking my game over. <laughs> Art, no, no. I, yeah. it's no all good. Art, Art's happy he's gets, he gets five minutes more where he doesn't have to be under pressure. I know, Art. Come on, man. Yeah, just I'm watching the clock. 11.30. I just got to get there. It's fine. We're, I'm having fun. It'll be fun. Uh, Blair's probably pissed as hell at you, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. I'm working on Paul over text. By the way. Oh, nice. Oh, good. D- don't let him. Blair is basking in his twenty dollar eighteen thirty uh, victory. So no, I saw that. <laughs> I still lurk in your channel. Yeah. You guys oh, are nice. So cute. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> hey, wins a win, right? Yeah. Hell, oh, I yeah. I mean, that's the best ones are only by a small amount. Yeah. It was. It was definitely a weird game. So, but well played by Blair. He is, I think, by far the best uh, player of. Let me look at this track and let me figure out like how to screw <laughs> people with track lays. I mean, he really, he's really, really good in that thing. I am not good in the whole track lay, which tiles are going to be gone and blah 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 blah. What's going to be gone? What can it upgrade to? And what's gone? Okay, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. it all depends how much patience you have for that. And 1830 is for sure the fucking game for that, I tell you. Yep. Uh, Art, I'm going to tell you right now that I am probably not going to read all this. Uh, sure. <laughs> I was actually looking at it myself. It's basically 
Um, so the, the first thing we have to do is if you want to open up your character sheets, um, we can do some advancement. Uh, I was just checking to see, does anybody have a charisma of 13 or higher? I think there's a couple I of do. you that do. I am. Yep. Okay. So for Duck and Blair, I, I think, Rex, for some reason, I thought you had like a 12. You are exactly correct. Okay. So for Rex and Blair, if you want, I don't know if you remember how to do improvement roles, but I'm going to give you five and uh, Rex, I'll give you four. Um, so the way improvement roles work is you take your intelligence, you add it to a D100 roll. And if that number is higher than the skill you're trying to improve, it goes up by 1d4 plus 1. If it's not, it goes up by 1. Or you can bank them and you can use them later to get advanced skills or improve your core attributes, um, stuff like that. It's entirely up to you. Uh, Rex, this is your first time using Unity. Um, so I, I don't know if you had a chance to look at your character sheet yet. I have it up. Okay. The, uh, the main... Nice. The main, yeah, I was going to say the main things to look at are on the main tab, you're going to see in the big box, melee, missile. Those are your, that's where all of your combat skills are. If you double click the little number under the attack column, attack percentage column, that'll roll it. <clears throat> um, um, so, where's the chat window thing? We don't we want to roll in the chat window, right? And you ha that's what I was going to say. And you want to roll dice in the chat window. If you double click on your character sheet, it automatically does it in the chat window. If you grab dice and throw it, you got to throw it in the chat window for it to read. And how do I bring the chat window up? Uh, so the chat window is it tables? How is it not calendar uh, party sheet? Combat tracker colors. So I, so are, I see the chat window and I'm looking at my character sheet. Mm -hmm. And oh, it's the attack percentage. I want to yeah. click on that. So if you double click those numbers, that's going to give you a skill check for that weapon. Uh, and then, Duck, I'm not sure why you're not seeing. It should it always be up? Maybe it's mine underneath. always is. Yeah, it might be underneath something. Uh, okay, yeah, there it is. Okay. okay. Um, and then remember, you have to right click, unlock it, then you can tweak it, and then. Uh, okay. So then, uh, let me see, uh, Rex. So then the next thing, if you go to skills, you'll see all the skills. Um, you'll see that yep. you have little black dots next to certain advanced skills. Right. Uh, those are the skills that you actually have. The ones without dots, you can't really use. I just, but there's no right. way to sort of customize per character. So in this case, if you roll on the third most, uh, most right number mm -hmm. of the three, that'll roll that skill. It should have like a little gray dot in the little number right. box. Double so, click. Yeah, double click that. That'll roll it. Um, so the first number obviously is adding your uh, the stats that give you the base. The second column is you know how many points you put into it. The third column is the total. Um, so if you up your skill, you should change that middle column, and then it'll. You know. Okay. So the charisma just tells us how many improvement rolls we get, and then we have to decide which ones we want to roll on. Yeah, exactly. So because you have a high charisma, you get a bonus. So I was giving everybody a base of four because last okay. session was kind of a big one. Because you guys have a charisma bonus, you and Blair get five. Um, Rex has a 12, so he falls into the zero range. Uh, right. Oh, and then 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rex. It, it, so if I want to improve a skill, mm -hmm. am I also rolling the skill and adding no. my okay. – uh, So what you, one last thing I might uh, – if you go – you see how you have the row of dice in the bottom left corner? Yeah. Now, what I personally would do, even though mine's gone, I would right-click on the D10 – and then you see the custom dice, which is the square with the question marks. Why wouldn't we just roll on the skill and then add our intelligence to that roll and see if it's over the skill? Oh, yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Because what we're doing, right, yeah. uh, when I'm reading the sheet, is we, I get to pick five skills, and I roll. <clears throat> and if my roll plus my intelligence is greater than the skill, I get to improve that skill. It's That's kind of all of Cthulhu-esque with the added thing where you add your intelligence to it. Yeah. Can we add our intelligence in the modifier? You can, sure. Or you can just add it manually after. Right. And, and so, uh, what I'm looking for is if my skill roll plus my intelligence is... Greater than the skill's total number. Then it's 1d4. Plus 1, yeah. Plus 1. Otherwise, it's just a single... Got Can it. we try and Correct. increase combat skills this way? And you absolutely can increase combat skills. Yes, on the front of your sheet. On the that's on the main page. It's on the main tab. Yeah, yeah, because they let you sort of track a bunch of different weapon stats. Yeah, fuck yeah. Times. I mean, if we're going into combat, and each combat skill, like like melee with a light bladed crossbow, that would be its own skill that I would try and improve. Uh, so what you would improve is your bladed crossbow which i think is probably also a missile um basically the missile and the melee because that's sort of a weird unique weapon is the same skill so if you improve one you improve the other with the same role the missile and the melee okay all right and, and we can can or cannot in, uh, increase our core uh, whatever you call them, like the main stats, the strength constitution. Strength constitution. So the way that works is um, what you can do is you can save up. Uh, so let's take, let me look at your character real quick. So you have a strength of eight. Um, so it would take eight improvement rolls to go from eight to nine. So right now I'm giving you five. Okay. So you could say, I'm going to hold on to those. I'm not going to spend them. And then once you got up to eight, which would be after tonight's session, you could then change your strength from eight to nine and use those improvement rolls. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, All right. I or just you can improved use... my bladed crossbow. By nice. Three. And, and nice. is there any type of um, either by rule or by GM fiat, like you can only improve things that you actually use during a prior session, or just they're your uh, no, however you want. It's how basically it's however you want in BRP. That's the rule, but not in Legend. Okay. And if you want to learn a new advanced skill, basically it costs two of your improvement rolls to uh, oh, no, I check that little box. Nice. I do. I still get that. Yeah. So that black dot is actually in BRP oh, to nice. track which skills you use in the session. Because um, that's that's the BRP thing. But I was just sort of trying to cobble together. Uh, right, that's two. Remind, uh, divine Fervor, that is not something I got from the cursed text, correct? Uh, Divine Fervor is something you got from the the secret brook, um, but I don't think you can improve that one the way you can improve... Uh, let me just double check. I think Divine Fervor... You know what? Who cares? Yeah, you can improve that if you want. 
Um, <laughs> let me look it up. Uh, divine fervor. Let's see. Ba boom. Ba boom. 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 Uh, did I just share that? Yeah. You did. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Divine fervor. Yeah. You know what? You can. Oh, oh wait. Improving divine fervor. It says right there. Um, completing a pilgrimage. Okay. So that one is not technically one that can improve like a normal skill. Okay, no, that that's fine. That makes that makes narrative sense. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I actually succeeded with my. Spells. And if nice. I if I succeed on a skill and I roll my one, or you know, if I if I get a one d four plus one, am I just going to manually put that number in that second column, or or it, or adjust the number that's already there? Exactly. Yeah. Just add it to that okay. central number, and it should right. affect the third. Can I edit this thing? Oh, the second number, I see. Uh, three, four, 19, 19. I assume slate is like slate of hands. Slate? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, yeah, pick that kind of pickpocket fast. Slate. It's slate. Um, I think I need gonna, to improve gonna, my dance. I'm going to role play <laughs> this. So I'm going to feel like Ulrich's probably improved his culture. Um, just from right. being around everyone and, and the situations that the party has gone through. So nice. could be a completely worthless <laughs> on my part, but come on. Oof. Son of a bitch, that's not a that's a failure. <laughs> I think it was my fifth one. Oh well. I got I got oh. to improve all all the other four. Cool. Uh, my even with my intelligence added on that still is a quote-unquote failure which actually means i improved the skill correct, correct. yes right. right exactly it's like call of cthulhu if you remember right you want to fail and of course i managed to get a whopping <laughs> oh, no. one on the d4 so so that's two big points added to yeah. my culture watch out folks i'm on my way yeah, oh, blair nice i see you did stealth what else did you do Good. oh some so combat I tried to. Did I just totally fuck this up? Probably. So my whip is my whip is eighty, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to roll under eighty. Correct. Uh, when you're attacking, yes. Um, for improving. Oh, okay. Yeah. For improving, so, no. Oh, oh I, I see. So it makes it yeah. harder to improve as time goes on. As you go up, exactly. And your intelligence is added to your roll. <clears throat> yep. Yes. Right. So the you smarter you are. The more likely you are to improve. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I still failed my. Okay. <laughs> I succeeded with my stealth, and so I added two. Okay. And Blair, I don't know if you care at all. There's two asterisks next to your dagger, uh, so your falchion um, skill. Mm -hmm. It says like skill dagger. The reason why I did that is just for my own note because you didn't take the uh, like one-handed weapon skill. So it's using your dagger skill, but then there's modifiers. So there's like a negative 10 because the falchion's bigger than the dagger, and then there's a negative something, another 10 for something else. So that's that's sort of why those asterisks are there. Okay. And then, uh, Rex, are you all set with your skills? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I'll just show real quickly. The, the, the main things to worry about are uh, you already see your combat skills on the main tab. Um your regular skills are on the second tab. Uh, you don't have any powers yet. Your inventory is on the 
third, uh, the fourth tab, which you know is not going to make too big of a deal right now. Uh, the last thing to look at is the armor tab. Um, nice. so, so this is where it's going to obviously track armor, and it's also going to track um, hit location. So if you look in the bottom right-hand corner, you see a little gray sort of dot with a guy next to it. And it if you hover your mouse, yep. it says roll hit location. Yep. So if you double-click that... Um, oh, my left arm. I'm in PT for my left shoulder. <laughs> oh, really? You all right? Uh, no, I'm in PT, but it's fine. Is, I mean, is, is it's it getting better? Getting better. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you if you click on it, it's going to give you the melee. Um, it's going to give you the melee numbers. If you hold Shift when you click on it, it's going to give you the missile locations. Uh, so that's that the other. Seems like something I'm going to have to remember. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We're opposed to that. Because I thought there'd be a way to double click on the numbers themselves. I don't know if that okay. actually, it might actually work now. They might have, uh, you know what? You might be able to double click the numbers under the column D20 and missile, and it might work now. Before it didn't. Um, so that actually might be good. They might have. When I first set this up, I don't, I don't know if people remember like the non-Unity version. Uh, like BRP was completely broken in Unity, um, mm -hmm. and that's why I had that sort of shit show of a homebrew that I put together the first time. Uh, but luckily they sort of fixed BRP to get it up and running. Uh, but otherwise, that's the basics. Um, and anything else we can sort of wing as it comes up. As long as you're not up too upset when all this help is completely out the window and I'm asking you how to do all this stuff again. <laughs> no, not at all. Then we're good to go. All right. Um, all right, cool. And so Blair and Duck, are you guys both uh, done improving skills? I am. Nice. Nope. Not yet. Uh -oh. Okay. Sorry, I, was, um, I, I feel like Rita, I'm like, oh, I totally didn't pay attention that I, I'm improving by one point, even if I fail the roll. Oh, yeah, you improve by one point. Yeah, yeah. No matter what, you definitely go up. Uh, then the other thing I was going to say, because, you know, a lot of big things have been happening these last couple sessions, if you go to the, I guess it doesn't matter what tab, if you go to your character at the top, there's hero points. Uh, I was going to give you one hero point, uh, so you'd all be at four. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Now, Rex, you might notice a lot of similarities between some of the stuff going on here and some of the stuff in uh, Zweihander. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, get, and, I, I, I suspect there's there will, in fact, be uh, some of that just based on tooling around so far. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so, another one, Zweihander. Yeah. I sent the doodle. Not everyone's responded. You, oh, but you, you are the most like. If everyone, if all my players don't come along, I'm I'm out. You're like the biggest prima donna. I love you, man, but you are a prima donna. I I I'm starting to find out how much you know. Uh, Ty actually gets paid, and uh, <laughs> you know I got a problem with that. So yes, can, <laughs> and it's, oh, it's fuck. just green M&Ms, by the way. <laughs> I will get all the red M&Ms out of your bowl, sir. Exactly. It's just capitalism, man. He gets paid more. <laughs> Crony capitalism. <laughs> the best. Ooh, that the, is that is a the, kind of capitalism. It is. It is. <laughs> all right, now I'm done. Nice. Okay. Yeah. If you. Uh, yeah. If everybody just wants to up their hero points to four, I don't know if that's been done. Done. Um, that would be cool. And then uh, I think. We should be ready to go. Um, I just, for 
pure curiosity's sake, I just shared the hero points, which you can do with them if anybody cares at the moment, but it's not that important at this particular time. It might um, be important if you're planning on the TPK tonight. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> at least Rex uh, is here to listen right. to just me. So. Hmm. And anyway, I'll play uh, Paul's character. I'll take full responsibility. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I can, he, I can make him happy. I'll just let him grab my ass for a full five minutes. That'll be fine. 